The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Fucking pretentious shit. <laughs> and that and that that fucking Dumbledore does that to me. I'll fucking knock him out. That's the hey, it's considerate. Can use both arms, Dumbledore, you punts. I got through a door and people spent their hard-earned money to watch me get through it. That stream. God bless the hearts of many people. <laughs> that was amazing. I walked to a door today. Somebody super chat me. <laughs> Your hard-earned money. Because I walked through that door. Oh, you should see me try to walk through the real ones, man. Woo. Oh, man. I nearly fell, nearly fell down the fucking steps today. Oh, no. Because, right, because this door, then there's like a step down, then a like a block landing, then a step up. So you just, st like, step across. You know? Hmm. And I and I so I just exit sideways and instead of like going forward, I just kept going in and then it went. Rah! Oh no! And nobody superchad you for getting past it without getting hurt. No, man. In all in all fairness, I kind of failed a little bit going. Probably didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it can be tough navigating. I always have to try. Days. Not to die when I go down the stairs too, because my cat is white, the same color as my floors, so, and mm. then she comes like right underneath my feet as I'm about to step down. Of the cat is white. Yeah, I'm about the white, blue-eyed cats. All about oh my it. God, Kittler. cat supremacy. Yeah, Kitler. <laughs> we we saw we saw Kitler <laughs> on on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I'm sorry. I need to be a little bit more aware. Really? You didn't think a white cat with a black little thing called Hitler? <laughs> That's just a regular old kitty, that is. <laughs> and you know, Hitler agrees. If we lived in a time where we could, uh, you know, pull the stick out of the world's ass, that would be the fucking funny. It was hilarious. Yes, it's funny. <laughs> Well, it was funny. Cat. It was even more <laughs> funny that she had no awareness. The one, the horrible racist cat. I think she knew. I think she was. She was pretending she didn't know. She knew. She knew. Yeah, the cat knew. The cat knew. <laughs> the cat knew. <laughs> that is my catnip. <laughs> that 
Oh my god! Oh, what uh, the hell is going on with my eyes? Uh, where's the, 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 the monsters? Where did the monsters go? <laughs> I mean, that's that's my game face right there. <laughs> yeah, he's ready for anything. You're ready to walk out of a door for money. <laughs> Did you, did you see the one where somebody had like put put you on the game version but it was really well done and you looked incredibly well you kind of looked sexy i'm not i'm not gonna lie gary it was it was pretty sexy because it was uh the the Geralt without the shirt oh well that was like 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, i was like oh my god <laughs> Only that long ago. Oh, yeah, those actually my real abs, for sure. <laughs> I believe you. Gotta love the internet. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Real BBC, everybody. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Is festive special? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jingle bells. Batman smells. Mola laid an egg. Oh, Ooh, uh, make, that's fire. bad. That's another Eldritch God. Yeah, is that bad? Yeah, Eldritch oh. Gods. Yes, you're beat. I mean, you're bad. You're. I mean, like, I'll, I I'll like encourage you. him to review stuff so he doesn't like, you know, okay. do other things. Well, you know, no. you're. It's get. They're gonna rebel. You know, oh. it's gonna happen. This is oh. rebelling, Gary. We're just phases. Shouldn't I rebel? We have two kids. Like, if one rebels, the other one will be a little cooler. You know. Well, I think you said two. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of uh, Crimbleus and Batman smells, I actually watched Batman Returns with uh, with Fringy. Yes, spell it on. Did really like that movie. I freaking <laughs> love it. I love that movie. I, so, I, we finished. I was like, wait a minute, is this my favorite Batman outside? Like, it's ranking pretty high. Just say always. Oh, thank you, Mahler. Because when I got out of prison, because I didn't see it, because I was locked up. Uh, and everybody's like, it sucked, and it ruined the franchise, and they changed. I'm like, you're high. This is great. This is oh, fucking I read, awesome. I read, I read some I read reviews, reviews of the time, you know, and, and a lot of people were like, not enough action at the end, way too focused on characters, way too focused on oh, dramas wow. and stuff. And like, oh, the, you made the villain so sympathetic that I wanted them to beat Batman. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, the, so yeah, the, the, penguin, the, the penguin. I was gonna say, Penguin's plan at the end was blowing up Gotham almost. It's like, yeah, it was to kill wanted... all the firstborn, wasn't it? It's kill all the yeah, firstborn yeah, he children because uh, he drowned them in his uh, in his base of operations. Oh, I did feel bad for him though when he was like all gurgling blood and he was like, I'm "Well, so that die. that is why that film that was funny." Not... I know. Because he gets, he gets he an like, umbrella out and he points it at Batman and it fucking opens up and it's the carousel. And he's like, shit. Well, him like looking horrifying, covered in blood and all like horrible and stuff like that. That I remember being like the main reasons like, this has gone too far, Tim. We got to make these a little more fun. And then oh, Joel so Schumacher good. was like, I can do it. And everyone was like, oh. no. <laughs> so good. Batman Returns is the best. Live action Batman movie. I, I, better I, than the Dark Knight. Yes, it's oh. a better Batman. It's a better movie. Batman movie. It's more yeah. fun. Like it's a it's a funner movie. Than it's more movie. accurate Gotham. 
Oh, I uh, love the Gotham and, in that movie. And, and, t- first. and Tim Burton figured out like this thing called editing uh, in the second one because the first one is one of the worst editing jobs of a good movie ever. It's so choppy and bad. No scene transition. Just follow me on this one. Love the movie, but it's clunky. It's like, here's a scene. <laughs> here's a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out the, you know, the flow of a film. Editors will know what I'm talking about. Something's well, so it, coming very large, very fast. <laughs> that woman is great. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, the circus. The, the whole set of them, right? Like, they're all, that's like his henchmen are all sideshow freak type things. That's like the idea. But man, do I love Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Holy shit. Yeah. It's She's so the best. Which is crazy I re- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember though, like, because that was some of the first Poodle Batman ADS. stuff that I got to have because I didn't, uh, I didn't do comics for Batman. So that was like my main source of Batman. So I was under the impression that Catwoman's origin was that she was killed and then cats resurrected her or something with Batman. <laughs> it's so funny because that is so far away from what her action. She's a cat burglar. It's pretty simple by comparison. Mm. But I was like, no, meow. because they went with that. <laughs> They went with that in the um in the Halle Berry one, right? That she got a mystical cat resurrection as well. Yes, uh, and it's, when they go through the photos, one of them is Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle in the Pfeiffer. Photo. It takes place in the Burton universe. It does. Mm. Man, I've totally forgotten that movie, the Halle Berry. Uh, I got a kind free, of so is everyone else. <laughs> I got a I got a free ticket with some DVD. I can't remember, and then I went and watched it with my wife. Was That's it how not to make it from a movie? Melissa kind of liked it because it was like evil makeup people and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. The, uh, the villains <laughs> gotten so much work done. Her face is like stone and it cracks, right? Or something. Oh, like so, like Madonna now. She it was like Sharon Madonna. Stone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sharon Stone, yeah. Which is a they suitable that really casting, weird basketball scene with the cop yes. on the kids' court. It's just like it's really awkward. Well, do you remember that who with you? the catnip or whatever that was a, that scene? <laughs> Oh God! Oh. What? No, I've totally forgotten this. I've completely forgotten that. What's it? What's it? When Max, when she's after Max Shrek, and he's like, "Anything I could give you, uh, money, uh, you know, property, big, very big ball of string." Dude, I fucking love Walken's performance in that movie. He's the most normal person the whole movie. And it's Christopher fucking Walken. Like he's he's like every time he's in an absurd scenario where he's probably gonna die or something's gonna explode, he treats it really simply. He's just like, okay, you know, how do I get out of this? What do I need to do? <laughs> but um, the one thing they do because he's like an evil, you know, capitalist business owner who's putting toxic waste into whatever, and and he's an asshole, and you'll take advantage of anything. But he gives himself up to save his son. Like mm. you know, you yes, still got that. Yes, chip, isn't it? Chip. Yeah, his son's chip. Yeah. Because I'm assuming Max Shrek is—is is he from the comics or is he not? No, no, it's made up. It's made up for the uh, movie. Yeah, he has uh, plenty of great lines. When when she's revealed as Catwoman, he just he's like, uh, "Selena, you're fired." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> the whole scenario is happening. If she tries to put a wrench in my pat plan. I'll throw it out of a high window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> But right for now, I got bigger fish to fry. Fucking fantastic as Christopher Walken in that. Yep. Bruce Wayne. Why I are you dressed him. up like Batman? Because <laughs> he, he is, is Batman, Batman, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> 
was a good actor. It's so good was. though because it's just yeah. seen it was. Oh man. Welcome to the Doctor Who Batman Returns special. <laughs> <laughs> just reminiscing. And yeah, I, I, I forgot Batman that movie Returns is, all day. That is a heavily Christmas movie, uh, Batman Returns. I forgot how Christmas it came out it was. June 19th or something. <laughs> well, we can rewatch it at Christmas. Just like yeah. Die Hard. Die Hard came out in like June or July or something. Yeah. But it's a Christmas no. movie. Right. Christmas Summer movie. movie. Oh. Batman Returns is definitely a Christmas movie. Always has been. That came out in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the little devil man who's blowing flames at him while he's in the Batmobile? Mm. He takes all that time to turn it around, activate his thrusters, and just fucking incinerate the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes running into a shop at like a toy store or something. Boom. Yeah. On fire. <laughs> and he uh, sticks the bomb on the big guy's... Uh, and the big guy's yeah, pants like, and knocks him down into the uh, sewer. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely killing people in that movie. Yes, definitely, he is. yes. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's yeah. all great because uh, during that scene with the circus gang, when Michelle Pfeiffer is accosted and he takes the guy out, the guy has the... Um, z- 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 taser, yeah. The taser on him, and she takes the taser... And it's at the end that she kisses Max Shrek with the taser that kills him. It is correct. So yeah. it's like set up, payoff. But it's, remember you know, when, remember those. Yeah. Remember, remember when, when they she... plan things out? Oh, that was that was what the kind of I was like, oh, that's neat. When Penguin takes over his car, right, and he's uh, the Batmobile, and he's fucking around with him. Batman, like near enough the same time, is trying to fuck with like the wiring and stuff and figure out where the foreign object is, it's the mm. like the Wi-Fi signal sort of thing. But at the same time, he pops a disc into his drive at the same, yes. and, and like we find out he's recording all of what Penguin's saying, so you can play it later. It's like that's yeah, mm-hmm. there it is. It's right there. It's good stuff. There's writing in it. There is. Where he starts <laughs> scratching the the DVD. Yeah, yeah. Good. This is good. That doesn't, shit. That doesn't work. <laughs> He's got his little bat player as well because it has like a little symbol on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh the vicious squares. That's the first one though, isn't it? When Alfred gives him the vicious squire. Yeah. And he's it's, it's cold. It's vicious squares, sir. It's meant to be it's meant cold. Meant to be cold. Oh wait, no, that is that movie, yeah. Is it the second one? Yeah, it is the second one. I just like. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Because then he's just like, oh, just carry. Then just yeah, yeah. Like he's it. like, oh, cold. Then tell him it's supposed <laughs> to be. And he just enjoys it then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, okay. But I like the way I like that because it just kind of like shows how it shows how, how focused he is. Well, how uh, Alfred is. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm eating lunch. Uh, but it's also how focused Bruce is. Bruce like doesn't really give a fuck what he's eating doesn't really yeah. care as long as it's sustenance it could be like this most the fabulous vichy soie or it could be fucking cold rice he doesn't give a shit yeah it's fucking bruce wayne it's good back, back back when they did subtle little things you know what sucks witcher blood origin oh what? god i watched that last night gary it was written by a child <laughs> Incredible. Wow. <laughs> An intersection sectional feminist child. A little woke child. <laughs> yeah. a woke child. So we need we need a group of people. Okay, so we're gonna have uh the elves and then we're gonna have a, a dwarf. I think we need two warriors, two mages, and then like a, a helm figure. Okay. 
Now we need to uh, add their diversity. So the white woman mage is going to have cerebral palsy. The dwarf woman's going to be gay. The uh, leading woman's going to be Asian and Michelle Yeoh. By the way, these all come from the same kingdom and they all look vastly different and have completely different language uh, accents. You just, it I, I, it's impossible no to follow what the fuck is going on. It made absolutely no sense. Like, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> just have a fucking fat deaf woman in for some reason. <laughs> she doesn't do anything. She's the most important person. Or, or, or so you'll find out in episode oh, four. It's a woman. Of course, it's the most important thing. They're all the most important things. Yeah. That show is. The, the, the white frost is a woman. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a person. Of course, it's a girl boss. Everything is a woman. The foreboding of basically even, even the man. The <laughs> winter, you know, the thing that they're, uh, uh, that they foresee that Siri's got to fight. Mm hmm. It's it's a woman. It, it's just for fucking force of nature in the books, right? It was just a, it was just yeah, nature, yeah. It was just a fortune force of nature. <clears throat> and of course they made it a girl boss. Then there was the queen who's like some innocent artist progressive person who fucking killed her entire what the fuck was like she, she killed her entire family so she could bring gay marriage to <laughs> God, that um, scene was so what? stupid. What is she talking about? I mean, it is. It's what it's what the feminists it's what the wine box and feminists want in Hollywood. They want to kill everybody, yeah, so they can just be woke white women alone and just like She Hulk. A lot of yeah. a lot of the same themes. <laughs> it was a lot of the same. The show themes. was run by it. Like I'm doing air quotes now. A dude. Um. So beta a hollywood beta you know kind of like rian johnson mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh, glass onions out everyone watching that no oh uh everybody <laughs> says it sucks and they wrote in a fat guy who was a men's right activist because ryan johnson still uh has his little tiny fucking ass hurt over uh directing a shitty movie called the last jedi well, Knives. if you remember, there was a character in Knives Out that was supposed to represent the Last Jedi haters, basically. Like, yeah. he was a little angry right-wing reviewer or something, and it's just like, what are you doing, man? Is that's a... Good on Ryan Johnson for figuring out capitalism, though, and monetizing his haters and getting <laughs> them a half a billion dollars for this shit. What I'm seeing, though, is the people who like Knives Out are, like, not liking Glass Onion, and then people are generally just not liking it. Like, I've not seen much uh, appreciation for glass onion at all my mom doesn't know anything about rianne johnson or anything like that but she said she watched it and then she was like this was the worst movie i've seen in a long long time and she like loves murder mysteries and like things like that and she was like this was fucking terrible ryan johnson is the kind of guy who has convinced himself he is the smartest man in every room he walks into when he's actually dumb as fuck that's what he's not a clever Dude, all of his, all of his Isn't movies, that all of uh, Hollywood, though? Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a lot of Hollywood, right? <laughs> that there. sounds like everyone. Like, oh, right? You don't realize they're totally making fun of you. <laughs> We're going to do this really subtle reveal of 
How oh, they, brand things Sauron? Yeah, they'll <laughs> be like, are never gonna guess it. You didn't understand it. It's like, no, I got it. Everyone got I, it. Like, I, I got it. I, I got it. And then there's, of course, like the, the, the some of the people are just like, oh, it's just so genius that he switched genres in the middle of Knives Out. It goes from like detective murder mystery thing to we know who did it, and now it's about figuring out more behind them. And I just remember right. thinking about like, okay, <laughs> yeah, like it had never been done before, and that it was done amazingly. It was just like, no, it wasn't. That film makes no fucking sense, by the way. I will stand by that till my death. I watched it late. After everyone was like, oh, it's so good. And it makes up for the TLJ in terms of like him as a writer. It's almost as nonsensical. No, I man. No, I... Looper, Looper makes no sense. Like, no, Looper no. don't make any sense either. You're no. right. Looper makes and no fucking sense. People celebrated no. Looper for having the fucking fourth wall breaking line of stop thinking about it. I, the more you think about it, the more it won't make sense or something like that. It's like, well, yeah, but that's your job is to make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point. That's oh, your entire job. And but you yeah, know what? Kind of. We, wa we watched something good. Yes. Oh, hey, last thing I was going to say is how do you have a fucking detective thing where the character vomits whenever she lies? I don't even know if you guys know about that or not. <laughs> like, that's one of his characters. She vomits whenever she lies. So it's like and Pinocchio's. Did nose you kill the lies. person? Yes or no? Yes. Well, see, as that wouldn't be the problem, would it? If she wasn't the killer, maybe she's just some unimportant person. But unfortunately, yes, she is the one who killed the guy. Oh, for fuck's Wow. <laughs> oh my. Immigration God. allegory mixed in there too. <clears throat> I want him. I I'm big pro immigration. I want to get the fuck out of here. It's, it's crazy though. What's wrong because... with New Zealand? Well, <laughs> the prime minister there for a fucking start. Okay, holy what, shit! What has happened to her? She has descended into skeletal demonic. What the fuck is going on with her? She's taking what those other people take that we can't talk about on YouTube. She, yeah, she looks like she's uh, a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's the one. She's a vegan and she's taking all the vegetables, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like all the vegetables. You are what you eat, is that what they say? <laughs> anyway, Doctor Who. <laughs> but you know, like that's what I was going to say, because Mahler, you were, you were saying something about making something make sense. And it's uh -huh. in Doctor Who, in, in, in the last two episodes that we just watched, it's like, it's something that they... It's a complicated idea that they really were able to execute well and make it make sense, even though you're like kind of like it's it's a little bit struggly at times, like especially if you're like a noob into that world, you're like, what? Like, what do they mean? But then the more you think about it, the more it starts making sense. And you're like, oh, wow, they, they really set everything up to that point. And oh, it's, it's really well done. More beautifully in that one scene where the lady before she gets fried and she's like, yeah, it's it's. It's not just dying. It's you die, you come back to life, and it's new ways of dying, suggesting mm -hmm. that like in, like you're dying in every possible way you could have died. Every right. like multiversal string theory, just being in a loop of death forever. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, okay, that's gnarly. It is. It's what's frightening. the um, What's the plan? Are we we're we gonna go chrono low jokal. We're gonna jump around. What do you want to do, Mister Az? Yeah. This is your show, buddy. I'm so glad I'm not. Um, well, I think we start with uh, the Wattas of Mars. 
and then we aqua just we just of Mars. Le aquel, le aqua verde Mars. <laughs> it's the water one on the big red planet. Yeah. Le H2O de la Mars. French. I like the uh, just before we do talk about it. I really do like the um, the Ice Warriors references. I yes, 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 I yes, just, yes. I quite love the episode. It's been one of my favorites. It's since wonderful. I saw it. By the way, uh, they, they had a good time uh, Christmas in Paris. Apparently, hmm? no, there's riots. I was being sarcastic. Oh, oh. Paris, yeah. Well, maybe don't, don't try and control the population like a fucking dictator and stop making people be vegan. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, so that episode was freaky. I I love how freaky it is. Because those those things like were scary. Just before Very... you felt, though, uh Bashiwashi gifted 20 memberships to the stream. <sighs> Yay! Bashy Washy and Bradley Burnett gifted ten memberships to the stream. Yay! So thank you, you two wonderful, lovely people. And Bashy Washy gifted twenty yesterday. So naughty, he's a <clears throat> very naughty sausage. Um, with a great, uh, I will get to super chats as we kind of go through. And thank you, I see them, and thank you very much, people. Um, the, one of the things that I really liked about the tenant, uh, specials, uh, was the fact that, uh, Murray Gold, every oh. theme oh. So on would his game. escalate the theme. So as he got closer and closer to his regeneration, the, the beats in the theme got louder and louder and louder until we have the very kind of rambunctious one. Uh, when it came to the end of time mm -hmm. but it's just little clever things like that that we used to get uh and just hearing murray gold's score throughout all of this was just like oh it's so good it gets your blood pumping <sighs> doctor who well yeah because uh i mean you guys are gonna be able to help fill in blanks on this as well but my understanding mm -hmm. was the first reboot season sort of journey for the doctor is learning to come out of his shell once again to feel more to to you know, because he was almost ruined by the, the war and he's closed off and then Rose gets him to open up a bit more. Turns into Tennant, who is now, as a result of all of that, and plus just the new life, like he's much more open, happy, and just cheerful. He's like, yep, let's do it, let's go. But um, you've got this rage that goes beneath him uh, and it's just underlying lots of his episodes, right? And and that's why I feel like Waters of Mars is really good on its own, but there's loads of episodes you need to see that build up to it. Yeah. That, um, Lots of times with Tenant's Doctor, who, whenever he meets someone, super bubbly, super nice. I think Midnight is one of these best examples, right? Where he's he's just, like, happy to see everything, to experience everything. And he's really happy when other people are experiencing stuff, too. You see that in this episode where um, mm. he's talking to Adelaide, and he's, and she talks about how she wanted to see the stars, the exploration. That's what's so, and, and he's just so happy to listen to other people say that, because that's, mm -hmm. like, big for his motivation. But, like, cross him upset him or have people suffer in front of him and he gets very very angry and wants to make sure like he undoes that and with this doctor and th this applies to a lot of them he's uh he, he can he starts to push his own boundaries on just how much he can do to prevent suffering right like uh until we reach an end point of he will help you whether you like it or not and uh he knows what's best for you sort <laughs> of thing that's like where he's heading gradually over the course of his journey because he has the power and uh 
you know, there's no one else really left that can stop him, which is a lot of the dialogue gets reflected, right? It's just a sort of a classic way to turn very, very good intentions into having some awful effects uh, at the end points. And obviously, this is the episode where he goes too far, so to speak, and then leads into the finale. Mm -hmm. where he's going to regenerate. Um, that's why it's one of my favorites, because it really pushes the journey that putting him on to a drastic end point, right? Because uh, realizing who set those rules in place, like all the people who did are dead, they're gone. It's just me now. What? Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing about Waters of Mars, though, is the motivation behind helping them. And uh, we see he's arrived at a fixed point in time. So he constantly says, I have to go. You know, I think yeah. events have to take take the way. But the more he's there and the more, you know, he does want to help, you know, legitimately want to help. But then when he does eventually turn around and come back to save them, it's it's partial because I want to help them. But it's partial. I'm not the the survivor of the time war. I'm the winner of the time war. So I will now take fixed points in time, and they will fucking obey me. Yeah. So he's he's kind of going back helping them, but he's going back helping them with the pretense that I can change fixed points in time because I'm the last survivor of the time war, and they, you know, time will obey me, as he says. So there's uh there's that ego, the yeah. ego which is his downfall bit. And he that's a big part of his character. That was like mm. a really interesting part because he's he's going you know when he comes to that realization and he's like, you know, I can control time. Like he's like basically like he's he's basically saying he's like a god. Like he can he can do whatever he wants when it comes to time. He's the time lord. But then what that woman does in the end shows him that you there's one thing that you can't control and that is the free will of an individual and she basically showed him that you can't control that like that part of of whatever it is because maybe you can control time but you can't control her free will and she decided to do what she did well um it, it's a little bit more sinister than that because he does admit in the end of time that he probably manipulated her to kill herself yeah to to keep uh time on track oh. so so yeah he he when he's speaking to wolf in the in the cafe he's like i you know i've taken lives i got yes got i got worse, worse. I, was I got worse yeah i got yeah clever. Hey, do you as do you want to share i got <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i remember that conversation okay so you think she, he it's was talking muted. about that it's muted so it will not yeah yeah well i'll just whenever we're there we could just leave this up for now but uh. well yeah so um if because we'll probably just go back and forth back and forth until we kind of drain everything out of waters of mars <laughs> <laughs> so um i part of what i really love about him is what i was just saying like this iteration the um the bubbly fun guy who looks to explore he loves the stars and he loves people also enjoying it but as long as it's under his control as, as long as everything is running as he wants it to and, and understands it to and some of the times he's most desperate but most incredible is when he's not in control. Um, but like this, this whole like he's gotten rid of his companions uh, almost ultimately now because not only the damage that comes to them, but uh, he mm -hmm. also he's just fucking tired of being criticized. Part of uh, a lot of what what gradually happens over time, right? It's like isn't um, isn't it Catherine Tate who says like you need someone with you, someone to stop you? Yeah, you need somebody yes. to stop you. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, he's obviously these specials. He's alone, uh, or at least traveling alone. But he meets up with different people and stuff. And yeah, just uh, the, the, I think that's summarized by his arrival. <laughs> uh, she's immediately like name, rank, intention. He goes, the doctor, 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 fun. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, li I like what you're saying, uh, Morley. I think there's also an aspect that he he's kind of bitter about being left people leaving him yeah uh and you know and it may be because he knows that they're going to get older and older and therefore has to drop them himself uh, and obviously they still have to live their own lives but um with donna for instance that was completely out of his control he had to prevent her from from remembering to to save her yeah. but he you know he he has this constant stream of companions and it's all well and good and you know i take them around the universe and i show them things and we get into adventures and all this kind of stuff but they keep leaving him and there's this this bitterness that he's he has so many wonders to show and yet at the same time he can never have somebody to truly share that with and that's why he has such an incredible bond with the master as well because he again as he says in end of time you know we can we can travel the universe together. Mm -hmm. You know, you he, don't like have the to... only constant for him, basically. It's like you don't have to conquer the universe. You can just see it. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's and it's because he and the master could go off for you know as as long as as it takes to see all these things. The companions can't. You know, they're 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 aging. They're always going to age. They're always going to get too old. They're always going to leave him. We're always going to find other people. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's all these little slights, again, to the tenant version ego. And the, the, the ego of, of the ten was great because it, you know, it ultimately brought around his, his downfall. And it was an interesting way to have a doctor be defeated. You know, he essentially defeated himself. He went too far. He's the Time Lord victorious. Yeah, he was also a doctor who wasn't the doctor as long as maybe other doctors. We've never, I mean, he's always been kind of ambiguous about his age, but they were pretty spot on up until then. And uh, he wasn't a doctor that long. Yeah. Compared uh, to, to the later ones. But. Yeah, there's a little nudge at the after the waters of Mars in the beginning of the end of time where you'd summon him and he says oh i've gone off and had a bunch of adventures yeah i think that's maybe more for big finish uh but yeah he was his tenure was really short just like nine was nine's tenure was really short and ten's tenure was really short uh, whereas 11 went on canonically for a couple of thousand years yep <clears throat> and it's, also um... about yeah it's interesting you brought up the whole like the aging thing being on his mind and stuff because when he starts talking about all these different crew members and how he's almost impressed with their sort of uh, what he knows about them from what he's read I guess about past and future and knowing it and stuff when he gets to that uh, I forget the girl's name but he just says after he says her name he's like you're only 27 like oh yeah. Gemma Chan Gemma Chan from yeah. the Eternals <clears throat> yeah oh my god she was from the Eternals oh my god that's where I knew her from but I not that I watched the Eternals but she looked familiar. But yeah, I, I just um, and I, you know, on this watch through as well, I wonder if it would have been worthwhile to keep the the reveal that this place is basically it gets destroyed uh, until he tells them that because if you know, it's like he's having all these reactions to them that are really like almost tragic, and we still don't 
fully understand, but then they flash the editing in with like the articles. Mm-hmm. So it's like dead at this age, dead at the, well, this year. Um, and I wonder if that was in post or not that they decided to do that. Uh, I liked it. <clears throat> I liked it. I, I actually did well, like that. They keep that. it consistent throughout the episode, right? The articles, mm. they change information and stuff. It's, it's very deliberate. It's just, um, it might have been interesting to watch him be really upset almost with meeting these people. And we're just like, why? What, what you know? Maybe they've done something historically this bad. It's like, no, you just find out that this is the day they die. Which is still, uh, as as you know, dramatics go, it's just fucking great. The, the, he's surrounded by so much suffering as part of what motivates him so hard to uh, make harder and harsher decisions, right? Because like, that's probably my well, one of my favorite moments in the whole episode is just him listening to everything fall apart as he's trying to go back to the target. Oh yeah, yep. <clears throat> and I I really but, liked when Adelaide <laughs> traps him in the airlock. One gets, and they have gets that, the truth they have out that, of him. Yeah. I think that's that's great. Like, why? Oh yeah, they the whole time he's trying to leave. Uh, if you haven't watched the episode, like he's trying to get out of here because, as mentioned, it's a it's a fixed point in time. He can't change this, and this is so important to history, which we learned throughout the episode. But this is something we haven't seen a ton. Uh, it's as a doctor, like I gotta go. I got. I can't be here. This is <laughs> terrible. I gotta go the whole time, and I love that when she's all, you know. I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but she's a. You don't strike me as a coward. Yeah, yeah. You don't look like a coward. I thought like... it was a great line. Well, dude, when when he's like he like almost owns the uh, title of maintenance man of the universe. He, he's it's like I think that's just the right amount of uh, positive energy and and responsibility, but also a little bit of ego. Like I'm the man who fixes everything. But at the same time, it's it's interesting because when she says you don't look like a coward. She's clearly trying to elicit a response, a, a defensive response from him. But because he knows who he is and what he can do, that was water for ducks back for him. Yeah. So it was just it was interesting to see how Adelaide was uh trying to poke. She's poking. She doesn't know what this guy is. And she's trying to poke at various parts of him to see which part. Uh, you know, she can get that response from. She can't do it. She can't appeal to his vanity. She can't try to insult him. His ego, Bruce's ego, won't do it. And it's it's actually great because she gets to the point where she traps him in the airlock. Then and it's just like I could, I could turn up the pressure and squash you like a bug in this place. Uh, you know what makes you think I won't do that? He says because well, you're Adelaide, and the, the, and he's flips it all back it's, on her and he brought up that she didn't shoot uh i'm forgetting his name now the the botanist from the beginning yeah oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I loved yeah. You for that. i loved you for that yeah yeah because i thought about that too at at in that scene i was like she could have just shot him like why didn't she shoot him and then later on when they come back to that line where he was like you could have shot her but you didn't i loved you for that i was like that was such dude, that was a good setup like that was such a good setup for that line because it was an intentional thing that she didn't shoot him because she easily could have and then they set it up for how like basically she was this like she well, had she, empathy um, and she didn't want to kill somebody like that adelaide does a character go through a whole bunch in this like she they her and the doctor mm-hmm. switch positions like over the course of the episode right she's the one who's they talking do. about like we need to do everything we can to get out get off and, and everything and then he's like well you don't want to risk taking it back to earth do you you don't want to because he knows why she does what she does historically speaking and then eventually he's like, you know what? No, fuck this. Actually, we can do something. And then she's like, no, this is what's supposed to happen. 
This is what you said. It was important. You said it has to be this way. Yep. And, and the, you know, the best thing about the water is we don't ever know like what they, we, we figure out it's, it's either a virus or it's a living being that lives through water, but we don't ever find out. Uh, we hear that the ice warriors might've frozen them. And yeah, as a way to try and stop them. Yeah. They've been their, their mortal enemy or predator species or whatever, but they, they just frozen the ice, which was really fucking cool by the way. I like that. But yeah, uh, I thought it was like a parasite or something, Gary, too, like a, in the water. And then, and it was, it, it was interesting. RTD leaves things up to interpretate interpretation, like uh, the woman that we'll talk about in the end of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, um, and there was something else that I, I mentioned to Az, too, is that they took from this episode, I, I feel like in the new series, The Silent Sea on Netflix is the uh, Korean sci-fi drama when they go to the uh, the moon and they have the same water situation. So I thought it was interesting that, that that they took away from this. And it's really cool to see when when sci-fi kind of like peeks its head out in different forms. And I thought that this was interesting in that sense. I think they did a really good job of this enemy. Uh, it's quite not only so creepy freaky. with like the way they look around, the way they act and stuff. The prosthetics are pretty solid as well for a you know mm-hmm. not exactly high budget TV show. Um, but yeah, also the way that they filmed, like there's a lot of shots where characters are just sort of doing something casual, and you can see them blurred in the background doing something yeah. disturbing, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the way the first one's all... the best when yeah, the guys. Yeah been taken the first guy's been taken this the first one freaked me out i was like damn no, that was great while well, she's she's sitting there talking to him while working on a plant and you see him just like convulting out in the background that was freaking great well so when good. they they're running through and then they spot one of them is like kneeling to the other as he's just doing they both just like shaking and it is you know that's when adelaide has a chance to shoot but doesn't it's just like what the fuck are we dealing with what is this and it's just yeah it's just really creepy and then of course the the water uh just being, you know, normally gives life and is life. And in this, it's just a horror that if you get anywhere near it, one droplet and you're gone. And it's intelligent. So the droplet can get in and wait. Yeah, it can incubate. If mm-hmm. you want to. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that's the, I mean, and it's great when I, I love it when Doctor Who takes something so innocuous like water or shadows, <laughs> shadows in your room and turns it into to something uh, malevolent and, uh, yeah, this is just, it's just water. But what it does and when it controls people and, and the, the thought of losing your mind to it, um, <clears throat> horrible kind of stuff, but great for sci-fi horror. Yeah, and there when, was... Um, go ahead. There was another line that he's... What? What? Yeah. There was another line that he said that too in 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 it, um, where he was just like, uh, he said something about the water uh, and how like the water will take over everything, and there's like there's no there's uh, yeah, no stopping it. He talks about it geologically; it like wipes out mountains. It just takes its yeah. time and it just yeah. wears you down. Yeah, mm-hmm. water's patience. Uh, he says, "Yes, water's patience." That was a great line. And uh, yeah, I, I quite like when they when things start to really fall apart, and they say like they should be safe in the room they're in, and they realize like they're coming through right at the top roof, like they've they've found a way around. Uh, when one of them realizes that and says like they're on the roof, you can see the doctor in the background mouthing along, "They're on the roof," because yeah. it's like he knows 
he knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows how it's all going to run down, basically. And that's it. The episode then becomes him just thinking for a while. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what should I do? What can I do? Um, and yeah, that's, that's just part of what makes this one so special to me is that uh, he seems to come to the realization that the ones who made the rules are gone. He's what's left. And what does he think of those rules? And it's like, well, fires of Pompeii, I know that I can fuck with it at least a little bit. Yeah. So fuck I saved somebody. And man, he gets so high on himself, and the scene where he comes back is so fucking good. Yeah, because it's we have the you know like a couple of characters get taken to a couple of three characters get taken by the water, and then there's still like a nucleus of six or so left. But once they start to go through the evacuation procedure, and he leaves, it just falls apart inside. They're just like taken out. So like three, just boom, gone. The, and yeah, the, um, and well, the girl. Well, it, go ahead. I was going to say what makes it work is like we've got, you know, the first two characters we, we know a little bit about, but it's like your plot. Your, it's like they set you in and slice of somebody's life. So we have a little backstory on a lot of these people. They never resolve all of it. They show you that, you know, uh, the one on the right has a couple of daughters uh, Adelaide yeah. has a granddaughter. Uh, the the other guy, there's something in between. There's something that that there's obviously some enmity or or some past sin between the other yeah. guy that he you know never gets forgiven for. Uh, feels you know, but we never find that out. But it feels real, right? Mm. Yeah, they have to uh, do a lot of work really quickly because this is what yep. like 50, 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's like a movie condensed. as a lot of the best episodes are. And yeah, uh, the girl is on screen right now on the right. I forget her name, but uh, her death seems tragic as hell. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, the, um, so good. The room gets split in half by a stream of water, and it just means she can't walk past it. She just backs up, backs up, backs up into a room until the water's about to fill the room, and she just starts up a recording from a message of a family member and just cries while watching it. And it's something special. But this is, again, you can't do this as much without sci fi and fantasy, but water pouring all over it and her just breaking down in tears because we know exactly what that means it's it ain't just water and then you get the shot from the back of her where she's just convulsing like and convulsing. Everyone, yeah yeah Ugh, that was uh, so freaky too i loved it yeah it's just sad as hell like uh because nothing can be done and they, they they're desperately shouting at her like uh, uh you know disconnect the control panel try and reach in through the back we'll get you we're gonna get you out we are gonna get you out and it's just there's just not enough time nope no. But again, though, that also shows another like level again for Adelaide's character and how care like how caring she is about everyone there and how responsible she feels for everyone. And she like I feel like she would have gone after her if she like you know what I mean if she had kind of been able to survive. It was it, it was just one of those things about her character. She really Steffi cared about everyone. Elish. Great actress. Steffi. You guys, um, Lindsay Duncan's a great actress. Mm-hmm. You guys seen she's a, 20... she's a a top British actress over here. Mm-hmm. Twenty eight days later, you guys seen that? Yeah, a long mm-hmm. time ago, yeah. There's um, it just reminds me of how there's the one droplet. It's a, it's a, I think a droplet of blood in Twenty Eight Days Later that goes into Brennan Gleeson's eye, right? Yeah, and that's what turns him. Like in this, it's just like the second death is just one droplet hits his face. One and, drop. Uh, yeah, and, and you know you have those three deaths all in a row, and they're very different in terms of how they uh, sort of happen. 
Like you, you can't feel bad with like the pilot, right? Like he gets sprayed and he immediately starts activating all of what he needs to to prevent them from uh, reaching Earth. It's like it's just moments oh, that of courage, was so you know. Great. Yeah, yeah. He's it, so it's, brave. It was great to show because uh, you know that character, is, as we as mentioned, something's gone, some transgression has gone on. That um, that Lindsay Duncan Adelaide's character Ad Adelaide just uh, hasn't seemed to have forgiven fully uh but as soon as you get sprayed with the water it's just like my responsibility is i gotta blow the ship up with me mm -hmm. in it i've got to do it and uh yeah he, i i kind of feel like uh to him that was almost redemptive for him as well as courageous but kind of redemptive for whatever whatever he'd done we don't know you know yeah and just Facing it head on, right? Like he, it's his responsibility in that moment to save the human race, and he did it without question. That sort of stuff really helps you uh, sort of appreciate a character. He's like, good job. But even the young lad, the young lad with the the robot, when he got the one, you know, gets the one drop, says, "I can't, I can't carry me. on with you." And that's oh you yeah, know, dude, young, oh, young guy, so but too. again, mm -hmm. very courageous, complete, doesn't try and fudge it, completely understands. Uh, what he must do, and what he must do is now just stop. Well, yeah, that that was says, so sad. When he says one drop is all it takes, and it shows yeah. Tennant just like sighing, basically, like because uh, he knows what's happened to him. Yeah, but it, but it's interesting because you could see that, like in this, they made it so that the guys, like you know. He, he he he's brave and he stops going because he doesn't want to infect the other ones. I feel like if this was made today, like somebody in that place would be like, nah, I'll be fine. Like, I'm going to try and go anyways. <laughs> and they didn't do that in this. It's like everyone kind of knew their duty. And that was the that's the interesting part about it. It's like everybody kind of had that bravery to be like, no, I'm going to like I'm going to blow up the ship and myself in it or I'm going to stop going. You know, that was uh, interesting to me. The way uh, the doctor sells it is basically that these guys are the reason that humanity, like, you know, that's that's why it's a fixed point. This event is super important and everything they do here is super, like, he couldn't stop complimenting them and letting them know mm. how good and important they are sort of thing. So well, it felt like it was really is, respectful. Yeah, he says th this is the beginning of everything. Yeah. You know, this is the start of everything. Is Is you arriving here on Mars and then next, you know, even though this is a tragedy, then we get mm -hmm. the interstellar travel. Then, then it hits this. Then this happens with the, you know, your phone. So it's an escalation of, of everything, and it all pinpoints back to that moment, which is makes sense why it would be a pivotal fixed point in time, just like Pompeii, fixed point in time. Cannot mm -hmm. stop what happened in Pompeii. So yeah, I like I like it when, I like the fact that they, you know, they didn't need to. But they sort of gave, you know, gave a good reason why this is a pivotal point in in human history. Well, and and... Why the Dalek <clears throat> spared Adelaide because uh, she was there during Stolen Earth, and the Dalek just faced her down after her parents yeah. died, walked out, and never came back, and just took off. Yeah, he said because it recognized like her importance to not wipe her out, or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, and and you just have him listening to all of it, and it's like I think it's a very deliberate choice to sort of. I guess represent the large in a larger way what the doctor is, right? He's just listening to screaming and chaos and people desperate for help. And it's like he's just standing there and like, well, my rule, my fixed point in time rule, I've got to stick to it, gotta to stick to it. But obviously, this is this is like the equivalent of a hypothetical, isn't it? It's like, would you if you knew you could save them? 
And that's the thing, right? It's what makes the episode have a lot of tension is that he's not in the best position to save them by the time he decides to. He's um he's got a lot to fight back with, but uh something about him that I, I just it's, it's it's something that makes him my favorite doctor is you know when he first arrives back at the station, he's so um I guess you're just credit to the performance, right? But he, he's just like Hello then, everyone. Like, let's let's get those on this. You know, you go there. You fix this. Hey, get that sealed over there. When they're all just like crying mm-hmm. and everything's mm-hmm. lost, we're all dead. He's like, Nah, we're gonna be <laughs> fine. And then whenever something like falls apart even more, you can see that he's like, he's gonna try and maintain that atmosphere, but he's much more angry. Whenever the universe pushes him toward death or uh, anyone he cares about towards death, he's like pissed at it. Like, how fucking dare you? So <clears throat> there was a. Another one, though, another when he goes in to take charge, there's that point where he, um, he sort of also worked out in his head this is where I don't die. Right. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for my four knocks. Yeah, he's there's waiting nothing, for the knocks. And there's nothing here which is he's yeah. kind of bringing four knocks. And then the guy knock, like bangs on the door <laughs> and he's just like, no, you only get three. And then he's then he like, you know, electrocutes. It was great. But yeah, but he, but he has worked out that. There is nothing here that is producing like a four beat, uh, you know, whatever it may be that is going to to initialize his downfall. So there's also that bit in there. It's like, and if that's not going to bring down my downfall, and this is a fixed point in time, I can do this. Well, I they, can change this and get out of it. So because he has a couple of plans when like the first ones fall apart, they're panicking and saying like, oh, yeah, that's fucking. He's like, not beaten, not beaten, not beaten. It's like <clears throat> it's always someone else. Always someone else he could do. And plan B, plan C, plan D. Yeah, and then and then she's like, "You said we all died. You said that's what's supposed to happen." And then he has his like moment where he starts to crack a bit. Where he's just like, "Those the, the bunch of people made up a bunch of rules, but they're all dead." Yep. You know what that means? The laws of time are mine, and they will obey they me. Obey yeah. me. That was we a crazy also, scene. Uh, we also get that. Like plan A, plan B, plan D thing in the end of time as well. Yeah. Um, when he's on the uh, the ship, the Vachi ship, and it just looks like he's trying to, you know, he just says, "I'm just, I'm fixing the heating because we're we're drifting in space and I'm fixing the heating." But he wasn't. He was fixing. <laughs> he was fixing the ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so everything, everything, absolutely everything was ready to go when it was ready to go. But that's the, but that's the Doctor. You know, it's it's not a, just a plan. It's it's a whole system of plans. We're fighting uh, time itself, and I'm gonna win. Oh, yeah. Time Lord Victorious! Ooh. Oh, it's so engaging to watch, right? Especially when um, she realizes like all hope is lost, starts activating uh, like stage five or whatever, and you can just see it. And he's like, "If I have to fight you too, I will." It's like, yeah. Uh, she's uh, yeah but at that point to me adelaide is like not only thinking i gotta do this as a contingency but Mm -hmm. i think she's also thinking this guy is kind of nuts not who i thought yeah not well not who i thought he was you know the savior was now sort of becoming i think in in adelaide's eyes she meets this guy and she thinks he's you know incredible she sees the good in him, but but the end, the hero that she thought he was, I think she starts looking at him as a villain at the end. I starts go, turning into the master. Yeah. Yeah. 
he, he wants to control it all and he <clears throat> thinks he's the best guy for the job so fuck it this is actually by the way how they do willow's fall in buffy right like it's a really good character but they gradually believe they're the ones that know what's best for everybody and you can really do a good job of turning a goodwill person into negative effects when you start doing that like other people are like well i i don't think this should happen it's like yeah well i'm the one with the power and i know that it's better for you yeah I, but i still believe i believe that even though the doctor was doing what he was doing i think he was thoroughly aware i can't change a fixed point in time no, he like he was absolutely aware, and he had to be taught a lesson. So, I mean, it's just head cannon, but the TARDIS takes the Doctor where he needs to be. I, that's pretty established in the lore too. But I mean, amongst the fandom, and this was a lesson he needed to learn before the end, especially mm. when. He had to, so, always think about that blue box where it's taking him. <laughs> Yeah, and he breaks. Uh, that that was a hard lid lesson. He starts to panic a little bit. Well, I mean, like, it... when you know Adelaide confronts him when back on Earth, because he, I mean, that when he that line, oh, I've I've done this sort of thing before, saved a couple of little people, like little people. Yeah. Yeah, because he. Exactly. And and to be fair, he's like someone could argue that's a bit overt, but I would be like, no, he's trying to say she's a big person. She's like a super important fixed important, time person. Yeah. Meanwhile, the others he's saved are mostly small. But of course, that's just like, what do you mean, small people? Yeah, she... They don't. They won't affect history, whereas she will affect history. Yeah, she didn't like that very much. I I wouldn't oh, either. No. It was uh, that was no. Really that's yeah. That's something slipping out that even he would regret because well, you know that's, that's the master element that's the time lord element that's the corruptive element of the time lord yeah the ego yeah but when in reality the truth is like when you get his uh what kills him scene like he he makes it pretty clear what does he think himself better than humans like no not not like deep down i think at that moment he did well that's the thing right he's uh he's having a bit of a a bad moment he's going yeah through yeah he's gone through some shit so he's yeah he's got no one to talk to like it, yeah because what i'm trying to get at is the reality is they that's another hypothetical they give by the time we hit the end of time right do you actually value yourself over humans would you give yourself up for the what? oldest most frail like almost at oh. the end of their time human and that's what i mean it's tenants doctor he's like yeah i would well, and I think that's the importance of this episode as well is that it's showing that what the doctor is like without a companion and like how easily he can fall and become like the master without a companion to keep him grounded and to remind him of the little things like that. This was like such an important episode about the companion or lack thereof as well, which was really interesting. Uh, I I know I, I'm I'm thinking of uh, his leap of logic. He's always thought of himself as a survivor, and mm -hmm. then the leap of logic to turn from a survivor to a victor is complete and utterly different. It's a complete and utterly different mindset altogether. So as the survivor, he's going around. He's trying to help humanity. He has a soft spot for humanity, but as the victor, he's interfering with humanity. It's, and there's, and there's, still a, there's coping, a big, big difference. Yeah, it's a coping mechanism. <clears throat> but, again, that's how the master, that's how they insinuate the master started in the couple episodes. Yeah, they insinuate that the master did something bad in the name of good. 
you know? So the master probably killed somebody who was deemed villainous, evil, bad in the name of good, but all it did was start to to corrupt and allow the master to justify uh you know potential other atrocities uh that he did uh, later on but yeah it's implied that he did something something in the name of good well, but not so good not the so poor good. master dude like he got he got messed up <laughs> the poor master he got fucking weird he did well, they the, both did the, the master went mad he went crazy and the doctor ran away and rightly so <laughs> so poor kid he got abused also, um, just a bit of ballsy move by the the writers. This because this is seen by a lot of kids uh, as a show, and it's right. pretty. Um, this is a little bit heavy. This episode, in terms of what it's going for, especially ending with someone committing suicide. That's, uh... mm. It was really dark. I was like, "This yeah. is yeah. a Christmas special." <laughs> like, no, no, this, uh, this was at the end of November. This was November. Yeah. Oh. It was like, uh, well, you don't do Thanksgiving, but it was. I think it was around that time. Four, four weeks before Christmas, I think it was. Okay. Around around about that, yeah. Did you know? Well, five weeks. This is like a couple of weeks before a, a, the first Avatar came out. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Wow. That's fun. That's how long yeah. it's been. It's been so long ago. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Every time I, I love it, the next expo they're talking about Obama's going to end the recession. Obama, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was laughing he at kept that. It going for years. I'm like, nothing has changed. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was funny, the amount of effort they put to not showing him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his hands over his face. I was like, why do people in Britain care about recession in the United States? Like, I'm so confused. About the President Obama is going to make a... Because he had a plan no. to save the world. Those that? Americans. Everything's in a new world order. Right, you guys don't like our... Pre well, you liked Obama. Right? They, 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 but everybody else you didn't like. I just watched no, Love Actually. Bush, no. Love no, Actually was like... like uh, Billy Bob Thornton was a composite between Bush and Clinton. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a pretty accurate one too. To be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> uh, which was the prime minister that they were making fun of in this? I think it was uh, uh Tony Blair, right? In this one, know. did yeah. you guys like or hate uh, uh, Tony Blair? Is a globalist freak. So but that's what I'm saying because they were saying the master was a prime minister. So I was like, who are they making fun of? Are they making fun of Tony Blair? Like, who was the prime minister that was supposed to be evil? Maybe Gordon Brown at that time. Oh God, Maybe. I forgot about Gordon. Brown. God, he was like laughing oh stock for mock the week. Gordon Brown. I remember who's the one. The Black Mirror episode was supposed to be the guy who. That was Tony Blair because he actually had the pig incident. Uh, oh really? I thought yeah. it was Cameron. I thought, yeah, I, thought oh, was... I mean, yes, Cameron. Sorry, the guy with Bush. That guy. God, so anyway, Waters of Mars. Yeah. Waters of Mars. Pretty, like, uh, this is the scene where he tells Adelaide, like, you're going to die. Yeah, and that it needs to happen. You did. And it needs to happen. Bye. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's fucking, this is where, like, it's a, it's a good episode, but it, like, levels up towards the end, right? Yeah. If you watch it again, it just ramps up. And up and mm -hmm. up, and that's why the specials uh, are so fucking good. But uh, you know what's what's the it's with everything that goes on. Do you know what's missed in this whole episode? Hmm. He saves two people who died. 
Who's he did. Yeah. He saves yeah. Yuri. He saves as, Mia. As proved in Pompeii, but it wasn't the whole point of that wasn't saving them. It was it was their reaction, which was different. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's the yeah. whole point. He saves two people, but it's like they don't get the mute point. point. Yeah, it's a they're mute point out. now because of yeah. yeah, you know, with the whole ad because of the whole Adelaide incident and uh, yeah. That, so it's it's so funny because it's like instead of celebrating that two people who who died have now been saved because of his and, and if and if it were written today. It would have been the male nurse who was scared and ran away. And then Adelaide would have told Jim a Chan to go look after him. Yes. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. I'm like, I know what they do today. But uh, this is why, you know, it's still a very diverse episode. See, it's because it's always been diverse. Nobody gave a shit, but they were just characters. They were. That's all they were. That's all we were looking at was characters in this episode. Totally. Ma everything made sense is in 2059. Uh, Adelaide was what very young when uh, what was she eight seven eight when uh, stolen earth happened so yeah this was back in a normal time of writing when you could just tell a story and you weren't trying to push an agenda uh, or if you were it was subtle enough to where it, it wasn't pushed it was like here it is we're just giving you a story which is that's the difference between now and then no boxes to check it seemed pretty deliberate as well to have it be that she's just terrified. Uh, and I think that's more realistic too, right? Like it is, you're, you're supposed to be killed. Your friends have died. Water's mm -hmm. coming in you're about to nuke the whole base. And then it's like this big boot box sent you back to earth. It's like, yeah, I don't you're know that I believe it's real. I'd be like, did I die? Am I dead? Is this, you would have survivor's guilt. Yeah. Like, it, 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 yeah. yep. You would, you would like imagine that like everything's falling apart around you. Then all of a sudden, boom, you're home. You're like, but again, it, 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 again, it's a contrast though, between, um fires of pompeii because yes. when he when he saves the family in fires of pompeii the next thing that we see is them alive in a new house yeah and they are and then there's sort of this almost like doctor worship about about them you know they they put up the uh, the tardis and whatnot it's like sort of worshiping him almost as a god but then on this one you have uh you know Je uh, jenna chan yeah, run away. running away it's like who who, who, who no are you you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm out of here so it's Fuck like it. it's complete polar opposite of that so again when he's in a fixed point in time in pompeii and, and donna talks him into just just save someone and he's done that again in a fixed point of time but with completely the opposite results yep yep and it i like it feels that. like the motive like is that. a bit different as well yeah, well, that's just it. You know, he was in the fires of Pompeii. He is so Mr. Time Lord. No, this is a fixed point in time. I can't do this. You know, we got to get out of here. I can't save on history has to take its course. But in fire, uh, but in waters of Mars, it's no, the laws of time will obey me. So his, he's done a 180. The yeah. results of 180. He's a broken uh, it's, time lord. It's, it's, yeah, it's really clever. Uh, you know, it's really uh, clever sort of um, juxtapositioning of the two two fixed points of time where he breaks the rules. Yeah, and one is yeah. about fire and one is about water. That's really interesting, too. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I think oh, there yeah. is a deliberate of waters of, fires of. Like, there's got to be. Yeah, there was. I think so. 
this is the thing his his run it was clear that rdj and, and tenet they, they knew what they were doing in terms of what story they wanted to tell about this doctor lots of episodes where uh he has little snippets of his ego come in and uh a bit more menacing bit more angry bit more vengeful and uh definitely ego driven which is why I, I i adore the the portrayal so much as well because it's something to defeat and keep in control and you know that he's trying but at the same time, he just has some questions that he thinks he has the answers to. Exactly, Mahler, because you think to yourself, this is why, because especially not in this episode, but when you see it in the following with the Masters, you, you see that it's this is the character's struggle of wanting to stay grounded, of wanting to not turn into the Master and how what he does in order to not to turn into like that Time Lord ego egotistical maniac and the the series does such a good job of showing you not telling you showing you why he's the hero you know and that's the that that's it was so well done back then whereas now i mean which are blood origin is what we get now the well don't you still heroes. going to this day huh <laughs> yeah yeah but great who's watching that Anyway. It is weird to be put through the Chibnall ones for the sake of helping out friends and stuff, and then to be like, oh yeah, let's look at those, some of the ones that are, and it's like, god, these aren't the same show at all. Just... No. I haven't Can you imagine them. having a serious moment in the Chibnall era? Is, like, is it even possible? Mm, no. Um, I no. can't, well, I can't even think of it. The Doctor didn't even have a moment. Never mind there being a serious moment. The Doctor didn't have a moment. Like I, I'm not even kidding. Like the, the, I think if you showed these episodes like side by side with the Chibnall one, you'd just be like, "This is a different TV show." Like, it's the tone's all completely different. The, the like the way it's produced. All the, obviously the performances. Like, dude, uh, I forgot how much Wilf, uh, the actor, um, Bernard Cribbins. Bernard Cribbins. Yeah, he's um, he's excellent. Absolutely excellent. He's and brilliant like, in End of what Time. A, what a joy for Tennant to have someone that good acting alongside him to mm. sort of help bring out those emotions. Because, you know, the end of time, there's a bit of a goof factor to it, as there is with a lot of Doctor Who. There even is with this episode, right? Like the, the robot gadget gadget, whatever, right? Like there's, there's a bit of, bit of camp. Um, but at the same time, you can just get drawn into some of the most real emotional shit happening that you'll get on anything that's uh, just as serious as a drama. You British like your camp, okay? You do. <laughs> Always have. That's yeah. Always will. What's wrong with that. Always will. Yeah. That's You're why I love to, British. But like that levity comes with a seriousness that you have to be fucking clever to write Doctor Who. You have to be kind of cheeky, kind of clever. Uh, Chibnall was neither. Uh, RTD, uh, however you feel about him now, that's a smart dude. Stephen Moffat, smart dude. Like, oh, yeah. You have to be smart to write sci fi, but this is another level because you're so uh, inhibited by budget, time. And that's why this era shines. Oh, the, you know, even the classic era, uh, of course, it shines because it, it was the most limited of all. And it was all character work, all character work, all dialogue. And, you know, like even, you know, in the next episode, like the most illogical thing is Rassilon throwing the white part point star at like an image of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but then you go, well, well, this is a billion year old race. Like, yeah, they are. They are like. They are so far above us. Like, sure. Like at that point, you're like, I can believe it. You're you're like a billion years ahead of us. Well, they're like gods. 
So it's like, we can believe it. I can believe well, it. They're about well, to. Well, that's I, your whole I, point. I, I always saw that part as he's he's uh, established the connection with the master by then. Well, I mean, you could also <laughs> interpret Time Lords as like how gods maybe came to be. Uh, mm -hmm. they started out as humans, but mm -hmm. uh, like through technology and a lot of time and, you know, Rassilon and Omega, uh, they were able to get the technology of the gods and like it ended with end of time. I don't want to get too far ahead of himself, but that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to ascend and uh, burn the universe to do it. And uh, that that's, I thought that was fucking epic. I thought that was just absolutely epic. So it, it gives you the stakes and, and why, you know, I never even really thought about this this much, but why it's important to watch waters of Mars before you watch end of time is it sets up every, absolutely everything. Uh, it's almost required viewing before end of time, you know, uh, cause you see that broken doctor coming in and he's got to fight his last battle. Like, yeah. just like he's, you know, not, not confident, uh, lost a lot of hope, uh, doesn't want to die, but has kind of resigned himself to it. Uh, but he's still almost habitually going through his duty, mm. doing his duty still. Mm. Well, yeah, and rough. you get the, uh, the reality as well that he's, that time gap between this episode and the next one is him basically just avoiding as best he can what's going to happen next. You uh, can run. You can run all you want, but you can't outrun time. Uh, and somebody in the comics said, yeah, they, they uh, said the doctor has nothing left at the end, and that's how he feels, but he tur it turns out it's not, no. He, he has to go through a process, the whole, like, I can do so much. Everything he does, it's his. It's him just working it out in his head. Because by the time it's over, he, you know, tells Alfred, or uh, tells Wilfred, Alfred, Wilfred. Alfred. Uh, <laughs> he Alfred. tells him, like, it'll be my honor. You know, that's, that's it'll so be my honor, all yeah. it. Fuck, it's so good. Oh, that was so good. I love that whole scene. We'll talk about oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> I, did that, yeah. I did that um, Curb Your Enthusiasm type video where I juxtaposed. Yes, I remember. Uh, against Jodie Whittaker running away. Um, I was trying to find it. Uh, running away from uh, the, the uh, Barristan Selmy, right? When she lets him die? Yeah, yeah. Well, right. yeah. Instead of taking response, here we go. Here it is. Barristan. I didn't know the character's name in the show, and I don't care. A great no, actor. Great no, actor. no, nobody does. Hold on. Is uh, it? Yeah, way, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. You're looking at the bad guy in Waters of Mars. There's your bad guy right there. Just she device. <laughs> yep. What if I just go for it? I would play mm. it. Well, I suppose. I'll be ticked for this by the BBC. One more lifetime. Oh, no. Never be cruel. Never be cowardly. Wondered if you would take out me, take out these life forms and yourself. Yes, this time. Go on then. For just a moment there, I thought. Like a rip off of End of Time, too. Is my penance. My journey ends here. Run, Doctor! Never be cruel, never be cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Quack, 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 quack. Sometimes you wonder if they do it on purpose. Never be cruel, never be cowardly. Oh, I think Chipmunk tried to... Just leave me. 
Okay, right then, I will. <laughs> you had to go and get stuck. Oh, yes. Oh, really? Just leave me. I'm an old man, Doctor. I've had my time. Well, exactly. Look at you. <laughs> For me, I could do so much more. So much more! But it's not fair! Never be cruel. Such a good Never actor. Never be cowardly. Live too long. Nope. No. No, no, please. Please don't. No, don't. Don't. Please. Wilfred. It's my honor. Oh, no. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I man. It's. It's not the same character. No. It's no. Oh my god. It is definitely not the same character. And the doctor's a man. When he said, I don't want to go, I was crying. Like nobody wants you to go, David. Never be cowardly. Home, sweet home. My god. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're in a different dimension, guys. What a fucking letdown. Fucking Jennifer Lawrence fired up CERN and fucked us all over. It's yep. her fault. It's all her fault. Awkward. Awkward silence? <laughs> no, just awkward, awkward uh, moment in Doctor Who history. Yeah. Where you got... I mean, he's the most ego-driven Doctor is supposed to be kind of yeah. like the attribute going for here. And what does he do? He comes through... He still gives up his life for one human life. And like I said, felt deliberate that they were like, it's not just a human life, it's a human life that's lived a full life. He even says that to him. Like, I'm an old man. Yeah, I'm an old man. It's it's it, The point is the doctor would do it. Absolutely. Not that uh, one. That not one. <laughs> not Jodie Whittaker's one. She yeah, would go, okay, you do it. I'm fucking out of here. Bye. Oh, so yeah. Bad. That that whole setup though was so good with the four knocks. And that's why like what Gary says is so true because of what like the, the, it, that's the whole four knocks thing is still being set up in Waters of Mars and then you finally hear it when Wilfred's like knocking on the window to get out and you're like, "No, that's the knocks." Cuz Well, the, the four knocks was a complete bait and switch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It it was it's the beat of a time lord's hearts cuz two hearts do do on mm -hmm. one heart, so two hearts, mm -hmm. do 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 do. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what they attached the four beats to, mm -hmm. brought the master back. Mm -hmm. So it all made up sense. But at the end of the day, it was a guy knocking on the window, just knocking on a fucking door to get me out. What's that? Uh, I just saw something really funny in the chat. I can't say. Oh. It. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in the private chat. Okay. <laughs> was it the Jennifer Lawrence and Epstein one? Yes. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> well, you know, he needed a helping hand, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Wait, tell us in the private chat. I didn't see it. All right. All right. Let's keep talking about Doctor Who. Sorry. That was good. Got so me. it was just, it was just, you know, they, they, they built the four, the, you know, he will knock four times to be such a, such a massive thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and hey, then it, it's, and it, it's hmm? a subversion. Yeah. They subversion. You know, in the right way. In the, right in the way, best yeah. way. That's what. That's how you do it right. Where there's stakes yeah, and there's not, like not, you know. 
some grand giant evil laser that hits him or he you know takes out a whole army and dies I and mean, it's like it's as simple as there's just one old dude and it's so like uh simplistic too just like well, it's all over we did it and then it's just like no there's one more it, guy you got to save but it's also interesting because Mahler like right before that they were like he he was talking with him and he's like what why you like why <laughs> why why you get no why why are you the one i'm connected to like there's something about you what is it like wh what about you is is and it wasn't really him right it, it was, was donna well, it was Donna, but it was also it was his Donna. death. Yeah. Because his death is, that's the guy who kills him, basically. Because it's like, he's the one that knocks on the door. Well, and it's it's done so quickly, right? But it's just so Wilf that he, uh, the reason he's in there is because there was just a scientist guy who was like, help, let me out. That he just immediately does it. Yeah. And the guy could have let mm -hmm. him out, too. And he panicked and left. So it was and just left, a yeah. little thing, right? Little random thing that, that, that get that finally gets the doctors that did something that the nightmare child couldn't do and all the Daleks and everybody and the master and everybody else was just some scared human. Yeah, couldn't I think that was a really great time, choice though. that he wasn't killed this time. He he's just something that so small as well. Just some old dude who's sitting there like and and the fact that he doesn't understand what's happening, right? Of course he doesn't. He's not the doctor and he's just like, "Oh, do you mind let me out?" So, yeah, those, couldn't yeah. couldn't the doctor technically go back in time again and get that other doctor to stay though? Just saying. Not in his own timeline. Nope. Really? Except when they do that. Except when they do do that. Except for when they do right? The, the rule of like you can't change a fixed point in time. It's like, well, it's uh, you know, well, these things are bendable. <laughs> you can't go back in your own timeline, except when. See, but if you're going back in your own timeline was a fixed point in time, then you can rationalize it. I think they could have rationalized it. I mean, I'm I'm just I was quiet well, like, when he's it, like, I don't know. The way they go. write this, right? They're like basically they want to create a scenario where he can choose to give himself up to save a guy. And it's like, how do we do that? It's like we have these doors that are rooms and radiation's gonna pour yeah. into one room because that's the way the master did like, you know, it, that's the kind of writing you get when it's just like we want that would be where I would relegate. Like the plot writing is eh, but the character writing is fucking great. Agreed, yep. agreed. And that's you know we talked about it before, well, me and Gary. But I like, mean, they try to like explain the character them. stuff, right? Vinci glass. It's Vinci glass. It holds all. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. fine with the the glass being stronger for it. It's the like for some reason these these places they're gonna it's gonna fill with five million rads or something. It's like yeah. why? It's like it just is because of but the, then he the machinery. It. He yeah. absorbed it all. Yeah. yeah. So, I, there was a the there was a uh, racism line in there, which I thought was funny when he's like talking about the cat guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's racist. That's racist. <laughs> uh, I was that, offended. I was yeah. offended too. I mean, that's when they did those kind of jokes. Right now, nothing makes sense. Everything's racist. Yep. Well, everything. I don't agree with is is now white supremacy and racism. Right. Bunch of Kitlers running around. Well, have you guys seen Whiplash? Yes, I love that movie. I love Whiplash too. There was a tweet that someone linked on the Discord that I saw. I think it's deleted now, but someone said like, I like Whiplash, but I really wish they hadn't, you know, made the message, hey, sometimes fascism is okay. Oh, what? I legit was like, how the fuck did you get what <laughs> <laughs> that is rotted the braids. It's literally the opposite message. Of the movie. 
How the fuck do you get fascism out of like whiplash? It's a lot. It's about because because the guy like they're saying that the guy was a fascist, but he basically made that guy become as good as he was because of his fascist. I feel ways. like that's a lot more specific <laughs> than the concept of fascism. You know, I know. Uh, all fascism is just being a little a, a little tough. Yeah, teaching. that's what. Yeah, fascism it's like is. If I said you know. It's not what fascism know. is, you retards. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Mars is fascism because the water monsters are being fascist. Because David Tennant yelled at somebody. That's fascism. God, oh my such, god. We have a fascist. We're raising a generation of retarded pussies. That's true. Back to Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're on end I go away to get some water, I come back and tell how fascist fuck. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, hey, hey. Be careful with that water ass. Hey, isn't isn't oh. uh Ra Rassilon or whatever his name is? Rassilon. Rassilon. Isn't he isn't he a fascist technically? He turned into one. Yeah. Damn well, him. yeah. That's Timothy another thing. Dalton was 64. He looks great. He did that. God, he looks great. That's great actor. Mm-hmm. Great actor. I love him so in Hot Fuzz. He's so good. I don't remember him in Hot Fuzz. I, I love watched that movie. Flash Gordon. He's the main bad guy. <laughs> I've forgotten that movie. I gotta watch it again. Wow. It's been a long time. But yeah, he looked fucking great for 64. Holy shit. All right, let's go through some uh, super dupers. Yeah. Uh, Derpy Hodgington with the $5 says, Howdy, y'all. Uh, as how's Batman Dark Victory? Gary, need help? For good non Claremont X Men, Nina favorite Christmas tradition, Molly favorite rack. Wait, they're asking uh, me my favorite rack. Yeah, who's got who's who's your favorite rack? <laughs> out of all women, <laughs> yeah, out of every woman ever in time. They say that like I've constructed a list ahead of time, which maybe I have, but I yeah, do you want to get it out? <laughs> top top five, Mahler. Come on, let's go. I don't no. know. Time constraints. I have no uh, fucking. How much was that? <laughs> Just <laughs> them, okay, loads of them are great. Well, Nina, we know Michelle. Christmas tradition. Watching Christmas movies. Well, we know Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer is on your list, though, right, Mahler? Oh, dude, she's great. She's a little yeah. crazy, but hey, you know what? A little hey. bit of crazy in your lady is not so bad. That means good knockers. New X Men, Grant Morrison. If I mean, not like Claremont wrote it for so fucking long. It was so great. He was. The best with John Byrne, but uh, Morrison worked with uh, Quietly and a lot of other artists on uh, New X Men. Pretty, it's fun. Admittedly, um, it sets up a lot of shit that later wasn't fun. But like that wasn't Morrison's fault. That was the oh SJWs. I wanted to mention, on. by the way, uh, for Christmas, I was given a gift that I think. I might even just try and set up an EFAB episode with you guys for this and make a game show out of it because I don't see why not. It's basically a little card game about Batman. Ooh. But the idea is there's a first person to, well, the rules for this is first person to 10 points. It's all quiz questions. And I was Ooh. like, oh, this is going to be lame, right? It's going to be like, who is Batman? There's like Bruce Wayne. There's like, <laughs> what color is Batman? I was checking these. And I was like, holy shit, I don't know the answers to these questions. <laughs> I was like, these oh, are... okay. And I was, I was curious to maybe just test a couple on you. As are you the Batman expert out of you two, would you say? Oh, you, this is going to come back and kill me now. Thanks. But yes, uh, I'm that's. About to ruin your credibility. Okay. 
Right, get well, you go. well, you know, for example, who is the first criminal to accidentally find the Batcave? Jesus. Yeah, even I was like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say uh, Dr. Hugo Strange. You got a guess, Gary, you want to throw in? I have no fucking idea. What's interesting, I'm so glad you said that. And I'm not seeing the correct answer yet. Or at least according to the card, which is Wolf Brando. Oh, oh shit. No, okay. I, no idea. No clue. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be... I don't never get <laughs> I was thinking about to say the Mad Hatter. I was like, I don't know. Um, it's not the Riddler. I mean, because the, the Riddler uh, wasn't that big of a villain like until after the... 66 series like he was around mm -hmm. but he wasn't that big of a villain in the early two-face became less of a villain because of the 66 series because he was too scary to put into the show wow who was sentenced to life in prison for his father's crimes fuck <laughs> Oh, the right answer is in chat. Oh, several of them have got it. Bane? That would be Bane. Of course. Duh. Hey, you get this Damn one. It, what fucking was, hell, man. What was Batwoman's real name? I've got fucking Vengeance of Bane right here, for Christ's sake. What was Batwoman's real name? Selena Kyle. Batwoman. Batwoman. Oh, Batwoman. <laughs> Sorry, Kate Kane. Or Kathy Kane. Yeah, there you go. See, you'd be able to get some of these, but Oof. they're the... The ones that are tough for you, there's no way in hell I'd be answering any of these. <laughs> um, but I think that could be fun, because basically, right, what I was giving you were the hard ones. There are easy ones, uh, easier ones, like what punctuation mark does the Riddler wear in his costume? Oh, Jesus. Um, so, is it a hashtag Riddler? <laughs> so I was yeah. thinking it could be like, we could do teams where we team up like people who know nothing about Batman with people who know a lot and then try and make it a little... Uh, I think this sounds really good fun. Uh, I was thinking you have to make, you know, like uh, you can do rounds like they do in panel shows and stuff. And, you know, if, if say, for example, I do like a quick round where I, I read the question, you have to say something. And then, you know, if you get it right, you get more points. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. And I was thinking like, what would be the noise? It's like, we could make up like a buzzer or anything, but I was like, what about just saying, you know, like Rachel in the, <laughs> in the Batman voice. Rachel. That's the way you, uh, that's the way you let people know you want to give the answer. <laughs> Or Martha, I suppose that could work. Why did you say that name? Yeah, um, I reckon that'd be fun. I don't know about you guys. If you're on board, we can set that up someday. Yeah, I mean, that's, that'd be nice. I'm down. Could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, Iron Maiden. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, by the way, brought, brought back specifically to be lesbian. You know that, right? Oh, when in 2007 or eight, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was yeah, like, yeah. she's one of the like patient zero sjw identity politics characters this batwoman which is ironic because she was introduced in the comics so that it didn't look like bruce was gay i know and they flipped the script on that but like her only trait ever in the comics was being gay and having really good covers like the, the cover art was amazing oh mm. absolutely brilliant and some of the interior arts in the beginning art like the, the watercolored yeah yeah really good yeah. stuff story sh fucking sucked <laughs> and she was just it was just like i'm gay and uh and the you know at the editor at the time admitted it like this is straight up we're we're trying to get uh 
trying to get uh, identity. More politics. representation. Yep. And so DC Comics started it. Marvel has perfected it. And uh, well, Dark Victory, of- it's uh, low sale. What is not to like? Uh, you know, so go for it. Lobe sale is uh magic team. Can't believe oh, Tim Sale passed away. Passed away. It's unbelievable, man. Only I think 61 as well. Like, yeah, dude. The guy's not that much older than me. Or was not that much older than me. I think it was that uh fuck cancer business. Yeah, demons too. He had demons. Did he? Mm-hmm. Fucking I don't know if was cancer or not, but I don't I don't know for a fact, but I know he had demons. A lot of them do. It's very sad. Uh, Iron Maiden with a ten pounds has just finished the Boomer Witcher stream. Thanks for the laughs. I just got a new job at the zoo, uh, circumcising the elephants. Oh, the pay isn't great, but the oh, tips no. are huge. But up, but but up. Oh my god! Oh. Hashtag as is British. I like this guy already. Hashtag hell fellowship. Hashtag denial. Uh, Mikey Gussler with uh, three five dollar ones. Let's read them all together. Thank you, Mikey. So, there's a rumor that in 2023, Naughty Dog will release a director's cut of The Last of Us Part Two. What will As and Mauler <laughs> stream it together? Oh, I'd do it if As wanted to, yeah, but with alcohol. Hey, Mikey Gussler, I gotta, I'll, I'll have to break my soda pop vow because I'll be <laughs> drinking rum and cokes through the whole of it uh, you cannot break your soda pop out mikey gussler um kiss does copyright strike kiss oh does copyright right <laughs> yes they oh, we've, we've been hit by the so. yeah uh the second one is uh cosmonaut released his lord of the rings video and he was mostly positive but there were hot takes such as the extended cuts are worse than the theatrical cut what future fat? Well, okay, repeat that. Okay. Cosmonaut. I still love you. I don't don't know who that is. Variety Hour. Cosmonaut released his Lord of the Rings video, and he was mostly positive, but there were hot takes such as the extended cuts are worse than the theatrical version. Boo. What? Also, that's a hot uh, take. The thing about him is. It's a take. Well, I mean, you know, there's plenty of people out there who'll be like, it's not worth the extra time. They want to get through it faster or whatever. It's like, you know what? Put it on double speed then. He's <laughs> <laughs> on double speed, which I, God, I wish I could do with Witcher Blood Origin. I really do. I, I don't think to the do extended that cuts Witcher are long enough. <laughs> I, I watched the extended cuts and it's like, like I think uh, Return of the Kings over four hours. I, I could watch six more and hours. I'm just like, there's yep. not, it's like, I want more. Too. I could I could watch hours of just you know hobbits farming and stuff. And I could just, too. It's, it's it's such a beautiful world. Like I, it, mm. yeah. And then the third one, Gary, you mentioned that they never show Earth in the Avatar films, but in the extended cut of the oh. first, they show Jake Sully on Earth in the beginning. They do, and um, it's like it's all sci-fi <laughs> and cyberpunky. Avatar is a chick flick. There's my hot take. Slap my um, ass and call me Susie. It was almost it a compliment is? to it, man. <laughs> what? Chick flicks are way well, uh, better. At, at, like Avatar is like 
for one, I don't think it's terrible. I, I think it's it's a it's is what the kids call what they used to. This is how they used to describe weed is mid, mid, mid. fucking basic. basic. It's basic. five out of ten. It is a five out of ten. The effects are amazing. The story is underwhelming, completely underwhelming, boring. Don't care about any of the characters. There's no really attachment, and more importantly, the aesthetic designs of the Navi are lame. I think they're lame. That's another hot take. What do you think it has? Well, on the first Avatar, I thought the first Avatar looked great, and it was shit. Wait, you think it's worse than the second one? Yeah, the first one, I think, is worse than the second one, yeah. Oh, my God. That's okay. I'm going to allow you to have that opinion. Because, oh, thank you. (laughs) You're you're too kind. Uh, Neil Horn with a $25 says, Hey, Laz, unfortunately, all I got for Christmas was COVID. As I sat in bed being sick and enjoyed watching you guide Gary through the Witcher game. Uh, It reminded me of how my older brother taught me to play D&D when I was a boy. I wish it was better than Avatar. It it was more entertaining. (laughs) You trying to find that door when it was right in front of you was probably... My favorite part (laughs) is getting stuck in the roof of the hut. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and then, and then when you managed to pan the camera to see what was going on, you're on a fucking horse. <laughs> Whoa, Out of nowhere, you're just on a horse. <laughs> so a, boomers playing video games is a whole industry waiting to happen. It's just like, oh um, my god. <laughs> well, b- boomers playing video games with broken controllers is what a was whole industry. It was another time I got on the horse. And my I new one arrived today, Gary. This is oh, the one that's coming for you. Thanks, buddy. I was Yay. trying to pick something up, but I kept on getting on a fucking horse. You were trying to examine the area of the camp, and, and then you, and then you called Roach, and then you got onto Roach. I know, yeah. I didn't mean All to you had to do was press X, and somehow you managed to call your horse, get on your horse, and turn yourself 180 degrees away from where you were meant to be investigating. In the meantime, the entire screen is spinning like it's got t- like palsy or some shit because like, <laughs> the controller was drifting. And I was oh. giving everybody motion sickness. I don't know how you guys hung in there that long. That was nuts. It was like the Blair Witcher project. Uh, it was. Right. It was. I had to. I had to do a three hour stream. I think actually maybe two and a half hour stream after that. You had I just to, huh? I had to play the game after that. <laughs> and I did apologize at the beginning of the stream. I said I'm not I'm, unfortunately I'm not as good as Gary. So you have to <laughs> well, obviously not. Okay, it was 40 chess whistling for Roach when I didn't mean to, and then getting on him examine <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, as did you mention our um I was supposed to say boxing day fun times? Was it Christmas night we did that with the uh, Pink Panther? Um yeah, it might have been Christmas night. I think uh, so, yeah. Holy fuck, that movie's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Again. We, we Mola, myself, uh, Fringy, and Metal, we watched uh, like Pink Peter Panther Strikes Back. Or Strikes yeah, Pink Panther yeah. Strikes Back. Oh, again. those fucking movies are legendary, man. Love I oh, fucking love those movies. Uh, I watched them as a kid. We were howling, man. Yeah, so dude, funny. I, I had a I bit s- to drink, so did Mel, and oh, I was laughing harder than I have in a long time. I fucking love that movie. They're still so funny. So great. There's a bell 
There's a BIM. a BIM. A what, sir? A BIM. I will not stop until this gas is solved. This solvent. When he leaves the room and one of the detectives just goes, solvent. This guy, this guy has been like attacked by an assassin and he's dying and he's trying to get the last bit of information out of him so he, he puts his his ear to, to listen because the guy's like <laughs> and, and he just puts his ear and then the guy just goes Mwah, and kisses on the cheek <laughs> and, <laughs> and Peter Sellers expression of yeah, just, just what the just hell like like... <laughs> oh, I miss Peter Sellers died too young man way too young 54 54, but that's when you yeah. know he was part of that generation that just fucking they partied, so partied fucking hard, Every drank day, hard, smoked drank hard, hard, lived hard. Remember, I was watching, I watched those as a young child, as a kid, right? So, my mm -hmm. favorite parts were when Kato came out. I was like, Yeah, oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> have, you oh. the, have you guys ever seen the party? Oh, yeah. God, I, 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 I talked to Mahler about the party. I tried to get Mahler needs to watch the party. Oh, Mahler, yeah, you got to watch it. It's so good. And then I, I, I mistakenly no, brought up no, get the remake yeah. to Az because I wanted to know what he thought. And uh, yeah, there's. Uh... No, I refuse to watch the remakes. And that's a good choice. Look at and Molly together. Oh! Yay. Nice panther you got there. I, I was going to say Pink Panther. Pink panther. panther. We were saying, like, when we finished it, it was just like, God, the writing in that. Like you just don't see that. Like, what was the last like amazing comedy that came out of that? Oh, like Blake uh, Edwards. That in Blake um... Edwards top, yeah, and married to um, Julie Andrews, isn't he? Well, yeah, was you know, because like a lot of it's slapstick, but it's very well written slapstick. To for lack of a better explanation, right? Like I was saying to when we were talking about it, just the fact that he so confidently says he's going to solve the case and then just walks into a closet. like The old closet ploy, yes, I do. <laughs> I do love a good closet ploy, yes, yes, really good, yes, yes. Uh, as much as I love Steve Martin, like, I didn't, I didn't like the, the, his versions compared no, to yeah, I, I think that is one of the many roles where you're just like, you cannot, you, you've lost the actor, it's over, the role's over. Yeah, agreed. Uh, anything else would be like a different Indiana thing. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't lost the actor, he's just, you know. Oh, we've lost dusty. the actor, <laughs> we've lost him many years ago. Um, the Legend of the Travelling Tardis with the $5 says, Happy Holidays to everyone in the chats, Nina, Az, and Gary. What's up, Christian? And, and Mauler, I hope. Uh, see you next year for the legend of the traveling Tardis. What's up, man? Uh, hey, Michael Storm I, with the five bag nonsense says, Doctor Who has been poisoned by the. It in here. How'd you do that? That scared the shit out of me. I, like, I'll turn around, my wife's standing right there. I'm like, fuck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ring. She's providing like, the sustenance. She is. Friday night. She's a, she's a ninja that doesn't bring death, but brings coffee. Nice. Cheers, <laughs> I could do with one of them. <gasps> oh, coffee! Thank you. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, because I'm dripping here. Wait, I gotta turn it. Wow, around. that's what she said. That's uh, that's hot, isn't it? Though. Uh, Michael Storm with the five back non says, "As Doctor Who has been poisoned by the woke this year, I decided to watch the Blackadder show. The oh. fourth season about World War One was oh. so damn good. Tears up." 
Uh, Blackadder goes forth is uh, holy shit. Fucking great. That is some of the, the, the greatest written comedy and at the same time tragedy. At the same, yep. you know. Oh, a, man. That last episode, fuck, it got me. So, seasons two, three, four, Blackadder, just everyone should see them. They're great. Yeah. I haven't watched Black Adder in so long. I need to rewatch it all. I've ne- I've never se- I've never even heard of this show. What is it called? Black Adder. Black Adder. Wow. I've never heard of it. No. Black uh, Adder. Just watched you, seasons two, three, four. In, uh, didn't they? They must have played it on your Canadian. Oh, Black Adder with oh yeah with Mr. Bean. Well, he's not Mr. Bean. <gasps> Rowan Atkinson. Thank you. I love Ronan. Uh, Waffle with a 50 sh- 15 shekels says, As here are 15 schmeckles to help pay for the therapy after watching The Witcher Blood Origin. Thank you. I, I um, love your BO. Did you start the BO? Yeah. Okay. Witcher BO. That's Witcher that's BO. It, is. it, it is. fucking stinks. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. So I sat true. down and watched it with my brother in law, Total Normie, and uh, my wife. And this is the first time they truly understood, like, that I I watch a lot of bad shit, like, because yeah. like some of the stuff is like, like you know, like mid level, or my wife will like it or whatever. And, and and then we sat through this though. Even my normie brother's going, "Oh, you got to watch all of this." I'm all twice. You got to watch all of it twice if I'm going to do a video on it. And like, oh, that sucks. I'm all, yeah. That's why I try to mix in good shit, but it's. It's hard. It's it's because the, the writing on this one, the only reason it's it is worse than the Rings of Power. It it is absolutely worse. But you're not desecrating Tolkien in this, you know. Uh, uh, Sapkowski signed off on this shit. He took the money, um, so he's in the back, kind of like in. Uh, it, oh God, what's the director? You think it was worse. Hang on, hang on. I was trying to make a point, and now I for, now I lost it. I'm sorry. Never mind. Go on. No, but you thought it was worse than yes. Rings of Power? Uh, quality wise? No, it's yeah. dog. It's, yeah, well, it's you, okay, you were saying you were saying what he, he signed uh, off on it. Yeah, but the but the guy the guy who created the source material signed off on this shit. Mm. Signed he signed off on all of it. Cause he's sitting there counting the money like Gus Van Zant and uh Bob and uh uh, uh Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Jay, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. um. Do you think at some point he'll regret it? He's, he's in the back going, Ben, I'm counting. Oh, he's he's regretting oh, it in his money. I don't care. No. No, he got a lot of money. He probably knew they were going to make a pile of fucking dog shit. Uh, Ryan's dripping infected anus. Oh. Oh, hello. God damn. Uh, with a one pound fitty. <laughs> what dog? Those are making a, a comeback. The, the Ryan, uh, the roasting Ryan accounts. Uh, oh. I laugh every time I hear him. So, because <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> uh, Jim has been a stormtrooper for seven months. Thank you, Jim. JS Pena with a two dollar says late and grooming. Oh wow! Blame Gary. He was it's him. That was me. Uh, <laughs> regeneration. I'm like yeah. I'm not missing this regeneration. Y'all can wait or start without me or whatever because I'm watching <laughs> this again. Well, you just watching it again, the regeneration again. It's it's very good regeneration. That whole, I can't, like, I can't stop that scene. So once it starts, I I just, it's, I got to watch it all the way through. There you go. That's how it works, yeah. Get my reward. 
Ruben Christopher Haynes has been a member for 15 oh, months at the Jedi Master level. Thank you, Ruben. Love Ruben. Merry Christmas, Gary, as Nina and Mola. All of you Merry have helped Christmas. heal my Merry soul. Christmas. I'm still going to fight every day. You have, you have all been there for me. Now I will rise and be a warrior monk exposing evil. Oh, my. Oh, wow. You got to yeah. do it. Sounds and, emotional. And, and well, Ruben's got, uh, he's got stuff going against him right now that mm -hmm. a lot of us don't. I'll just say that. And, uh, you, you know, you got to, there's, there's a saying, and I'm not saying you're faking it, but there's a saying in recovery saying, fake it till you make it. Like, even if you're not feeling great, you're all, I'm fucking feeling great. And I'm going to get through this day. And that's what he, He's doing it, but he's starting to feel better. He's starting to feel that success and get addicted uh, because, and, and, and yeah, he's got a, a lot of stuff going against him. That's uh, not, uh, you know, he's completely powerless against it. It's health problems, but like Ruben is the man. He's fucking showing bravery when a lot of people are uh, like, he's out there. Just saying. Nice. Good on you, man. Mark's been at 117B with $2 says, uh, best gaming stream ever. I applaud your patience, as <clears throat> It was, you know, it was a ride. It's just rad. It's just rad. No need to run. No need to cry. But I did. Uh, <laughs> wonky Eyebrow has been a Stormtrooper for six months. Far away Finley with a Stormtrooper for eight months. That was the 20 gifted subs from Bashy Washy. Thank you, Bashy Washy. I totally Rob thought you were going to die in the water, Gary. I was so proud when you didn't die the first time that you. Oh, when I was swimming around? Yeah. Oh, if, yeah. If Az wasn't there, like, watch your breath, because I would have totally just forgot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to die. Oh, that he didn't die. I was so proud. I was like, I was on, like, I was on child mode for one. <laughs> it was like straight up, like, damn near telltale mode. Right. And uh, <laughs> that's, about where, that's about where I should be at for now. Uh, oh, I think your experience no is totally going to change once you get the controller. You're going to be fine. Oh, yeah. I like, I had fun with the game. I mean, my computer's got a little, little thing going on with it. Once Garrett's all set up, we're going to fix that and then contact Meta PCs and get a proper one. But uh, yeah, that's it, it was fine. I, I, I've got to do things differently on the streaming side, though, much differently. As far as like how we're gonna stream it, if I ever do it again, <gasps> you better, yeah, you better, you better do it again. Oh, people I... are demanding. We want to see the rest. <laughs> Must give the people what they want. You haven't even gotten into Gwent yet. No, <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll get it. To, I'll get into it. My son, like, I, even my oldest son's like, oh, sorry, I missed that. I was so late. I'll watch it later. I'm like, you're gonna watch my you? You're gonna watch my stuff? What? <laughs> Aww. There's nobody in my family. The only person in my family who watches my stuff occasionally is my youngest son, and and Mrs. Nerdrotic, a little bit, but that's it. Maybe a niece. I think one of my nieces. I was supposed to. Uh, I was supposed to curb my language a little bit because of that, but fuck it. <laughs> but but you bleep stuff out something. now, so that's fine. Yeah, in the videos I do. Videos, yeah. yeah. In the videos, not, not the streams. Uh, but I can, if I wanted to, I would just say you can all go right off. Oh no, press the wrong button. Fuck. Uh, you can all go <laughs> right off. Yeah. I did a Gary. Boomer. 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 So remember, you're just a bunch of. Yeah. 
Oh, that was cool. That was cool. I think it was rude. I'll leave you calling me that. Rude. Uh, Robert Wiles with an eight-month four-sensitive uh, four says, thanks for helping me to keep my spirits up. I have my MRI this evening for the lump on my right knee. Oh, Whoa. You have helped me with the stress. Be blessed. Hey, all my love, Robert. All my love with you, mate. Thoughts all my and love. Uh, Cyber Leader Andy, hey, nice, with a two pound, says, please let there be no drifting today. No drifting. Irish Not Sane with a seven-month Jedi uh, Master says, thank you, as for your sacrifice for our entertainment. Dude, I ain't got any fucking brain cells left to sacrifice, I don't think. Dude, we did a lot of streaming. I mean, you actually... We said we would. Yeah, we said we would, and we did, and we're still gonna. Um, Oh, before... Okay, read some more soup. Can I, sh can I show a preview of my uh, video? Of course you can. Okay, hang on. Let's before we get in the end of time, read some soup. So I got to bring it. Okay, up. okay. You you just tell me when it's ready then. Yeah, yeah. SJ Almighty with a thirty-one month stormtrooper. Thank you, dude. Adog with a five dollar says, "Anyone watch Nice Out Two yet? Worst movie of the year for me. I'd rather suffer through multiverse of madness again." Oh my, Oof. my. Damn. Uh, I've been tempted my. to watch it because people keep saying it's awful. That's saying a lot. Yeah. I, 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 my, I, Ryan Johnson can suck my fucking ballsack. Yeah. That's nice of you. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Johnson can suck as his <laughs> ballsack for like after I've after know. after I've been in a rubber suit for a, a day and a half. Ew. <laughs> in All the right. sun. Well, yeah. Well, we're not set up what yet. What is this? Oh, George. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. Tell me when, then. I'll tell you when. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Marty Gray with the two pounds is Mola and EFAP on Gary's Witcher stream. When? <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, we should do some collaborative gaming. I'd okay. Do I want to see Gary play fucking Dead Space or something. <laughs> be awesome. oh, oh, you I mean... want to see Gary play Elden Ring. All right, I think that we can start with number five, G4. Morgan Webb, Olivia Munn did not exist to be nice on the eyes for you. Oh, 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 eh. oh. Eh. oh my. You know, I know she's she's kind of oh oh my wow oh kind of nice on the eyes oh. 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 Hey, good morning. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. <laughs> That's all I could show. That's my next okay. video. It'll be out Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday. That was just a quick preview. I, Perry gave me more, but I didn't want to show more but he wanted to show a little bit of his very hard work over the last week and a half. Uh, and I, you know what? Let's, let's give it up to Perry for finding hot clips of, uh, <laughs> of, yeah. Of, uh, uh, Perry, can you send me those clips of Olivia Munn, please? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a video on, uh, Research. on G G five. <laughs> it's, it's for science. We're, we're following the science, Perry. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah I think uh, 
I think we could do that, but uh, yeah, that's just uh, that's just uh, a little sneaky. Bashi, you actually gifted another twenty subs to the stream. Oh, by wow. the way, Yay. memberships. Why am I saying subs again? It's wrong. What is what? Uh, what? I was saying memberships. I say subs again. I said of memberships. Uh, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm going to do uh, soups until the hour marks. That's five minutes, and then we're getting to the end of time for the final hour. Uh, Bradley Burnett uh, gifted those ten memberships that we mentioned. Thank you, Bradley, man. Legend of the Traveling Tardis with the two dollars and Mola. There you go. You got Hello. your Mola. Yay! Oh, yay! Inclusion. Sky Jumper twelve with the five dollars. Gary, after finally getting over the camera sickness watching you game, I had a great laugh. Uh, how is Babylon 5 and how is your anime corner going? My anime corner go good. Yeah. It is. It's not totally constructed yet because I got to put the figures up, but uh, it is It is going to be in our media room. And I, when, when this office is done, the media room is done, I'll do a full tour. It'll blow your mind. Uh, by the way, uh, in the, the chat, from Vanessa Lord, just just make sure they're actual women, Perry. Hey, wow. easy, easy. I'll tell you what, Olivia Munn, she's all fucking woman. Um, and a funny. You want a funny? Hey, Nozaku boy, you want a funny story? My door to my office is difficult to open. It's got a fucked up handle. So if I close it all the way, <laughs> there's a little trick to it. It actually is difficult to open. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I, have to, I have to. Oh, Bashi Washi just gifted. No, what? No. Bashi Washi just gifted another 20 memberships to the stream. Oh, Dude. Oh, my God. goodness. Bashi, he's my uh, Arabian prince. Are, are you in his harem? Are you part of his harem? Oh, I, I fucking hope so. Or are you mm -hmm. the eunuch? Oh, come on, dude. Wow. Why are you that gonna play is me? Why so are you gonna play mean. Me? Why are you going to play me like that? <laughs> Why are you going to play me like that? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. He did you dirty ass. I know. Dirty. Fucking what? <laughs> no, Zaku boy with a $50. We have to. The, the weekly. Dude, you are insane. Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping Tom. Tom must repay the favor as the shills have captured the nerd Roddick. He cannot oh, no. get out. Can Tom unbar the enigmatic entity from the gatekeeping <laughs> clutches of the door? Oh my God. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. That was a little. A little special moment that it were <laughs> we were just talking. It Dude, was special, was all like, right. Somebody, somebody super chat is like ten dollars super chat is like congratulations, Gary, getting out the door. And then I was just like, somebody just spent their hard-earned money <laughs> super chatting for opening a fucking door, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was proud of him for finding oh, that out. That was so I was good. so proud. The funniest <laughs> part? So no, the, the, the part, well, I'm going to spoil some of it, though. So the part is I was I was resizing the screen when he said that, and I heard the joke, but it takes, like, about five seconds to hit me <laughs> to what it just said, like, it impacted me, and I just started losing my shit. It was a little delay. <laughs> 
There was a there was another funny part that I was like losing it when he went to look for the pan in the in the house, and as is like, how many rooms does this place have, Gary? And then you find it, and then you just come out. It's a room one, room two, room one, room two, room one, room two, and I'm just like, it's the little house. The place is huge. The best part was when you come out. Going on there, and then you just kept walking, and you're like. And he's like, go back and give it to the old woman. You're, you're like, where's the fucking old woman? <laughs> he's just like, where, where she was? Wa- where she's always been, Gary. Where she's always been. Like, literally right next to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Walked right past her. Does this, does this place have a door? Where's the door? Gary, it's a two by four hut. How can you not find the fucking door? Okay. <laughs> it wasn't obvious, all right? It was, just, it was. It was rectangular. <laughs> it had a frame and a knob, but it wasn't obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what we expecting on a, a fucking wooden hut. <laughs> Some fucking double glazing fucking PVC door. Oh, yes, here it is. Yeah. I was dying. No entryway or anything. Ladies, that's what she said. Uh, Roland A. Ramirez with a $5 says, just came from the Gronkies. With lethal, it was fun. Nice. Uh, Dean Domino with a $20, uh, Dean Domino 25 with a $20. Quite confusing for me. Hail to the real BBC. Gary, you mentioned rewatching Venture Brothers to wash out the sludge of new content a few weeks back. You should get the rest of the panel on board. Still remember burst, uh, busting a gut to the sale, uh, yard sale episode. Oh, God. Okay. That is that's in my top three. Um, well, since Az already got hit, like maybe later we'll just throw. I'll I'll put up the funniest clip from Venture Brothers just to show. Just to <laughs> Thanks. Since he's what it is, since, since it's been hit and he needs to fucking edit <laughs> it out for two days. Fuck it. Let's okay, just fuck okay, it up more. Let you know, I didn't get hit on Venture Brothers when I showed that uh, the Scooby clip that that time. Oh, okay. So maybe Jackson Public's fucking cool. I don't know. We're going to get a fight uh, this year. Oh, no, next year. Sorry. 2023, we're getting the last Venture Brothers. So that is the thing I am looking the most forward to. And I will have Mahler into Venture <laughs> Brothers and as and Nina by the end of the year. Like, I'm, 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 watch it. I'm definitely going to get into it, Gary, because, well, last week you told me you'd fire me if I didn't watch 48 hours. And I did watch 48 hours and it was fucking. I don't have the power awful. to fire you. I told as to fire you. Okay. Well, I. I get to keep my job because I I watched it, and now I'm gonna watch the second one, which oh, I was wondering. Uh, Nina, I, I don't think you quite understand how keeping a job works. You don't dictate that. <laughs> um, I was waiting yeah. for to kicked. I was like, "Wow!" I was waiting. I was waiting for it, so I just went off camera. I was waiting for Nina to cry for a second. Then. How many times did I kick you on Friday Night Tights? Like seven, uh, or eight? six, seven, eight. <laughs> really, that many times? I, th- I caught like only four. Oh, uh, that was fun. What are you gonna do? Fucking kick me, <laughs> <laughs> Gary? Have you Jeremy's seen? Not here. I'll carry. No, no, there's other great people on the show. I'm just kidding. Have you seen the second one? And is it as good? Because I'm going to watch it. But I was wondering. Second one, uh, 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's good, but it's nowhere near as good. It's okay. good, like it's a good like it's a 90s film or late 80s. 90s. Yeah. 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 The first one is 
absolute classic because they took it seriously. Oh. It's a serious crime drama mm -hmm. that just happens to have a really fucking funny Eddie Murphy in it and great comedy scenes. But it is it is straight up a cop action, like people getting killed. It's it's it was great. Uh, Nick Nolte is a badass. Late in it, it's yeah. so oh, 24, uh, 24 hours, forty eight hours, forty eight hours, yeah. And you could see uh, Lana Lang's tits. <gasps> it's true. Yeah. I'm sorry, what were we talking about now? <laughs> 48 hours. The okay. movie. Alana Lang from Superman 3, not from Smallville. Okay. Well, that is the same woman. Oh, no. the Well, she, okay. she plays Martha Kent in, in Martha, Smallville. Okay, you want to put it another weirder way, you could see Martha Kent's tits. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> as, as Alana Lang from Superman 3. Annette O'Toole, correct. Annette yeah. O'Toole. Uh, Gorgeous woman. Lovely real woman. Redhead. Real redhead. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Somebody uh, said sold in the chat. Yeah, oh. <laughs> sold. <laughs> sold. 48 hours. Uh, like, Beverly Hills Cop is like an all-time great, great movie. I think 48 hours, just as good. Just as good. It was. It was so it, good. So entertaining. Was such a big star in the eighties. Should have been a bigger star, in my opinion. Like the Ooh. guy, like Eddie Murphy. Because oh, I mean, he was huge. In the he 80s. could act. Mm -hmm. He could actually act. He was at um, act. He was funny. Yep. Charismatic. Most talented person ever to come out of Saturday Night Live was Eddie Murphy. I don't know how many times I've watched Beverly Hills Cop. It, it's a lot. Beverly Hills Cop one and two. Fucking love them both, man. Love them both. I. Tony the, the, oh. The movie annoyed me, though, in a sense that it annoyed me about today's. I think she's almost. <laughs> you didn't even let the woman finish her point. I mean, she there's nothing about there's nothing about Beverly Hills yeah, Cop that's annoying at all. <laughs> Fucking get out of here, woman. Ridiculous. I wasn't talking about Beverly Hills Cop. She was making a backwards point. She's female. They do that sometimes. Okay. I was saying it annoyed me that we have gotten <laughs> over racism in the 80s because we yeah. had the black chief. We had Eddie Murphy. We had so much diversity. Yet yeah, they had the native guys in there. You had all this diversity in the 48 hours. And then, of course, Beverly Hills Cop. But There's then lesbians you get... in 48 hours. Yeah. And, and then. It... Yar. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then you get like Eddie Murphy now talking about how system systemic racism sucks. And like, you know, you, you guys saw freaking coming to America too. It's, it's terrible. Like the, the stuff that they're mm -hmm. doing now is just like, no. Eddie, Eddie got burned by Hollywood. So I don't blame him for thinking the way he does, but he also thought he was like entitled to an Academy award, which he probably should have won for Beverly Hills cop too. Uh, or Beverly Hills Cop, or Forty Eight Hours, mm -hmm. uh, you know. But he didn't win it. He got pissed. He also got you know busted doing something very as like. With a <laughs> <Oy! gasps> oh yeah, you are. I'm kidding. Fuck off. Oh, no. Fucking kick Gary. Fucking kick. He might have been caught. Wait, what did well, he do? I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> he got caught playing the crying game. That's what he got caught. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I know all <laughs> there is to know about the crying no. game. Yeah, I've personally never played the crying game or the any other games like that. I've like robbed <laughs> and stolen and done some horrible things, but uh, but I, you know what? Eddie's awesome. I love Eddie. Yeah. Or do you? Well, I'm, I'm in what kind of a way, Gary? Hmm. No, I think he's in a. He makes me laugh. No. Way. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's gay. Apparently, he's, he's, Gary's gay for Eddie. That's Why fine. are you gay? Why are you gay? Why are you gay? <laughs> are you gay? Why are you homosexual? All his like. Imagine so his albums. We, there's like little 14 year old white kids, like word for word, uh, going over his comedy albums. Like uh, this, we did this, and like my dad was like, "What the fuck are you reciting?" And I'm reciting Eddie Murphy as a 14 year old. It's like everything he said, like down to all the gamer words and everything. <laughs> like 14, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Love Harlem Nights Harlem is Knight. awesome. I love Harlem, Harlem Nights. Shit, my parents took me to the cinema to watch harlem nights as a birthday present wow dude it's yeah a movie i mean the cast in that is epic it's fucking good so anyway anyway back no, to- I, wanted to, I wanted to see how long we could go with an awkward silence i thought you were gonna go with supers super has it been five minutes as yeah, it's been 15, 20. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get to the end of time. End so of we time! Can, so we can finish this live stream before the end of time. Ah, hey uh. But, um... Uh, Nina, you are have been fondling that Pink Panther just way too long. What, like, right. it's it's I'll making the chat uncomfortable. I'll put it away. Uncomfortable in the chat, it wasn't making them uncomfortable. <laughs> just kidding. The chat, just kidding. I enjoyed the thing. What the chat was yeah, saying, I did you chat? <laughs> chat, I'm probably gonna be pissed now that you fucking Calling got rid out of the that. Chat. <laughs> yeah. hey, do, actually, big. before we do start, I'll do a couple. There's been a couple mm. of big fiddies, so I'll do the big fiddies. Disco Cobra 2013 with a fiddy dollars has just set up my monster god of war themed PC. Hey. Got it from Alexander PCs pre-built. Was a bit pricey, but worth it. Has an i9 13900K. Uh, nice. That's what I've got. CPU. With an RTX 4090 uh, GPU. Nice. That's what I've got. Which one, by the way? Just interested. Uh, and 64 gig of RAM. Like myself. I got what that. DDR is it, though? I got DDR5 at 6,000. Wow. Whoa. That's not over 9,000. No, but it, it dude, he fucking eats editing for breakfast. Um, 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 done. Uh, Peter Brady with a $50 says the Witcher stream the other day was comedy gold. My sister got me a NECA King Kong figure for Christmas. Nice. Oh, what a cool, cool. sister. Wow. Yeah. That goes well with my Monsterverse Godzilla figure. 
Gary, Witcher plushie when? <gasps> that could be. That Ooh, could, that's mm. the next one. Could I be sitting backwards on a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to let's come with a door. Let's talk to mateship. Let's talk to mateship and say, hey, can you do a donkey? Maybe can a you door? do a donkey with Gary on a donkey riding it backwards? Oh, now she's fondling Mahler. That's all okay. right. She's, <laughs> all right. She's been fondling Mauler for a, a fair bit of streaming. Listen, she paid for the privilege, okay? Yeah. I can. I'll fondle. Just wait until I get oh. my hot dog ass. Now it's getting a little weird. <laughs> That's uh. called a bro love, okay, Gary? Yeah. I just I want his cookies. I could fondle myself. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. I guess, I guess I can as well. Look, my hands are up here, okay? They're up here. I'll just keep them here the rest of the stream. Just wait until I get my hot dog ass. You'll see things you've never seen before. Yeah, you think seeing somebody's underwear accidentally is bad. Uh, you have no idea what happens on these streams, people. No idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> oh, I just broke the streamer code. Hey, a massive thank you, by the way, for everyone who supported the uh, plushie campaign for Gary and I. Yay. Uh, Gary did nearly 1,300. I did 1,100. So that was way above expectation. I wanted to do it. My, my personal goal was 800. So uh, to do 1,100 was uh, absolutely incredible. Especially Massive. how like absolute crap I was at plugging it. I, I, yeah. I got better at the end. Well, yeah. I, start, I, I ended up I doing a video. I take responsibility. I put an advert in the beginning of one of my videos. <laughs> when it was, I was just like, fuck this. I'm going full shill. Go. Put it in a video. I I can't do that in my videos. It, mm. I would rather shill yeah, somebody else's stuff, like uh, friends, not like some other companies in my videos than, than mine. I probably should. Not but. even at the end, Gary, like when it's done. It's it's a thing. Like, okay, no shade on anybody who does commercials or anything. Go for it. If anybody did it, I'd support you. Absolutely go for it. It's just I can't do it. I understand. I can't. Dr. Balls, want fresh bollocks? Heat grind goes in the stream. I'll I'll shill in streams. I'll shill in streams, but not on videos. Right, right. This stream is brought to you by Dr. Balls. Dr. Balls, fresh bollocks. I used I always say like Harvey Bullocks. Harvey Bullocks. Harvey's bollocks. Never mind Harv the Harvey Bollocks. <laughs> Josh Kelsey just dropping a twenty note. Josh, I, I, Josh Kelsey's a uh, he's great. So sweet. Comes in, he drops a twenty, doesn't say anything, just like fucking shoves it in your pants, turns around, walks off. Well, explosions in the background, out. you know. <laughs> this stream is brought to you by Mola Plushy. Hello. For all your cookie needs. You can see Fringy and Mahler right there. Under Fringy. the tree, guarding oh. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guarding this tree. In case a Don't worry, Fringy. Up. Your potions are safe. Yep. Rags is uh, it's still in a bag. They come in really cool bags. Hang on. They do. They do yeah. I have my bag here. It's right here. My rags hasn't arrived yet. I was gonna say my rags hasn't arrived yet either. Oh, okay, off you. Okay. 
Good. You're showing off the bag. I can't get it down. Doctor Who coat rack uh, that's in the TARDIS that nobody can see, but it's got a it's got the bags. It's got a Tom Baker scarf, a Gandalf helmet, and an Indiana Jones hat. Can't wait to show you guys. Gandalf helmet? Did I say helmet? I meant hat. (laughs) (laughs) We know which helmet he's talking about on Gandalf. Wow, fake gamer. Fake geek. Fake Um, geek. I always knew that the the uh the critics of you were right all along, Gary. Oh yeah. This is a green screen. Didn't you know that? See, uh, I bet even he probably see, likes Blood Origin. See Boulder Bitch t- telling Robert Meyer Burnett who he's allowed to be friends with. No, what? Again? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, that's like that's like the new flavor of the internet, who you're allowed mm. to be friends with. Everyone loves uh, it. Oh, no, yeah, you have a great term friends. for it, Mahler. Friend auditing. Yeah, friendship oh, auditing. Oh, I like that. That's pretty cool. It's a good word. And anybody who goes out there auditing friendships, it'll happen to you one day and you'll fucking hate it when people do it to you. That's what? That is not a person to be friends with. No, fuck people who do that. I hate it. Uh, Robert Meyer Burnett. um, I love him unconditionally. I will talk to that guy forever and he is everything that's good about nerddom. You might not agree with all of his points. That's never been the point. It's the fact that he will sit down and talk Mm -hmm. to either side and treat them with respect kindness empathy he's a good man he's a good man i'll back that forever and uh like i hung out uh chris gore took me to the 35 or bar paulie was there robert was there and we all hung out and we had a great time we had a great time because because we have far more in common than we do uh that we disagree on when it comes to nerddom and uh not everybody's gonna like everybody that's fine that's okay that's that's called being an adult some relationships just don't work out some people don't mix that's fine uh but robert's always been good to us and uh that that's what we're working towards you know because like you know what on on, i hate to say side but in our sphere Mm -hmm. we'll talk to anybody like if if somebody you know i'm sure jeremy would sit down with campy and have a conversation of some sort they might not like each other but they'd probably approach the conversation behind the scenes not do some stupid stream thing but behind the scenes they'd talk they'd absolutely talk uh because that's what humans do all right um it's it's fucking stupid so but a lot of the trouble is not caused by members of the audience i would say far more of it is caused by other content creators just being jealous little bitches that's pretty much it yeah yeah what i've always loved about robert meyer burnett is the fact that he's willing to sit down and listen and he doesn't let politics like sway his opinion of you because like me and robert like we we don't get along politically but uh, a lot of stuff we do for nerd stuff and he understands about the culture war he understands people's grievances with what's going on especially with regards to star trek so i you know i have mad respect for robert meyer burnett because he can actually sit down and listen to people's arguments robert's one of the few people who's he's a creative right but he's also like true blue nerd like Mm -hmm. straight up true blue nerd yep uh, so he understands fandom in a way that most people in his sphere don't. That's why they need him. All right. I said most, not all. Okay. But he understands. He understands fandom. Robert's forgotten more. This call's going off. 
Oh. Uh, Robert uh, has forgotten more about fucking fandoms than half of these fucking fake ass bitches out there. Is there a door to this place? Oh shit. Oh, oh my god. Why are you putting me on Front Street? Winds howling. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the door was? Gary! <laughs> where are doors on fucking houses normally? <laughs> Is that a door? Oh shit, it didn't look like a door. Fucking <laughs> Christ! <laughs> so, I need to buy the tickets. <laughs> Is there a door to this place? Oh, Perry, thank you. Oh my god. So at good. Two, Perry, at two. Oh, uh, it's just the way you were, couldn't find the door, and then you just moved Geralt into the garden, and then Geralt also just went. Winds howling. Just, <laughs> it was like I was already fucking on the verge of insanity by then. So, <sighs> oh, oh, Will for Mott and the and the woman. It's so great that they never tell you. And they, she was originally written as a character, a specific character in the script, but later on they took it out. They even announced this woman as the as the doctor's mother, which. It probably still is, but Russell has come out and said, "We're not. We didn't specifically say because you could think it's Susan, you could think it's Romana, you yeah, could well, think I, it's Ronnie. So, like, that's that's cool. I love that. Well, do you know Jennifer Lawrence? And I'll see the role. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, sure. When I when I you know I heard the 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 whole is the doctor's mother uh, whole point when I watched it this morning. So I wanted to rewatch it again, you know, keep it keep it fresh. When I rewatched it this morning, and and I, you know, when you get to the interaction between them, I thought, I think that's Susan. It, it, what the, the only reason I think it's the mom is because there's a there's a male next to Rassilon with his hands over. So that's either Susan's husband mm. or or the doctor's dad. The doctor fell out of a portal, Gary. I don't know what you mean. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Never mind. It shouldn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor my, fell my out bad. of a fucking <laughs> portal as a little black girl. She wasn't, she, black, was a black yeah. girl. Yeah. she wasn't black, yeah. She wasn't black, so can't have been the doctor's mother. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fell out of a portal and died because the portal was high and it was a baby that she found so a baby does not survive that fall so that baby fell out the portal died and had a very diverse regeneration and a very diverse and but you know russell i don't care that chris chibnall is your mate fuck him and his ego get rid of the timeless children or, or all bets are off i mean they're not necessarily on right now anyway i was uh i was super bored by that trailer like they made a big announcement for the 60th anniversary, right? And they they hit you in all the nostalgia points. But I heard a theory that I hope is horribly wrong. That if I if this is true, I will probably hate it. So I hope the theory's wrong. Hope the theory's dead wrong. Wait, what, what is, is it? it? That the celestial toy maker is a fanboy and brought back the 14th Doctor and Donna. Because those were his favorite doctors, and he's oh, supposed to no, be, that's, supposed that's, to be a kill the past kind of thing. Now, I, you know, it, again, it's just a fucking rumor theory, but it almost makes sense. 
Ooh, it all, I can see it happening. That feels, <laughs> that feels really annoyingly meta. You and emailed me that, by the way. Sorry, I forgot, but I was emailed that, and uh, I went, oh, my God, they would not do that. That would be the worst way to start. Yeah, because I'm also expecting people, to, like, the story to make points about how you need to move on or something, as if, like... You know, let, to try and get over ahead. It. Oh let God. the past die. Kill it. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't. Basically, the reason that annoys me is because, like, you guys are bringing them to up your own ratings. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, pretended to go back to that would piss me off. It'd be very much like Picard, uh, very much like the Last Jedi. But we've, you know, like the damage is done. Like, if you don't undo the timeless children, sure, you're going to get some fans back, but you're not going to get them all back. You're not going to get them all back, even if you erase the Timeless Children, but you would get more back. There would be a lot of excitement if you just came out and said, Timeless Children, doesn't count. Doesn't count. I think a lot more people would just go, okay. Because as I said from the beginning, you know, you could forget the whole Jody run. You could just, if she was going to be just another doctor, you could just forget it and just skip it and go to the next doctor. But they knew that. That's why they had. To change the history, to stain history. it, they had to stain history. it. Yep. Well, that's the thing, right? Because <laughs> you, you could get a hard retcon, which you guys probably won't get, but there's a chance of a soft retcon where he mentions the history of the Doctor and just ignores the Timeless Children entirely. Well, do you notice that they still, the, even the BBC still refer to them as 10, 14, 15, 13? Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time. Well, when they did the announcement, they went, David Tennant is the 14th, the 14th Doctor, doctor yeah. and Shuti Gatwa is the 15th Doctor. Yep. Well, even if the fucking Timeless Children was somehow liked, like, the, there's no way you can stop that. We've been calling them by these numbers forever. Yeah. It'd be like if someone made a whole bunch of episodes before the Star Wars prequels and was like, right, all the numbers got to move up now. The prequels are now yeah, episodes four, five, and six. Doctor. It's like, no. Is she the first, first and a half doctor? <laughs> With the one and three quarters doctor? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. She's the diverse know. doctor. She's the diverse doctor. <clears throat> not even having to argue from respect. Just like, why don't you guys want to make money anymore? It's the same for all of them. Why don't you want money? Marvel. Why because don't you want money? Control is more tempting than money. Because yeah. they're not the ones who are making the money. Also, they, the message. They've got paid. The TV the license has fucking paid them. And then they crash this ship into the fucking they're, they're, of the ocean. They're hubris thinking they're very, uh, for one, they're quote unquote like uber crazy leftist progressive theories. Theories are what everybody else thinks. That's so there's a, there's a fucking hubris. Yep. It's the there's message that's of their of their enough. fucking echo chamber, massive echo chamber, uh, that's really resigned mm-hmm. to places like London, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and just with with no thinking of the rest of the world. And I'm not talking about flyover states. I'm talking about the rest of the world. I've heard many of people, including Mahler, Disparu, as say, retired of woke American ideals, because a lot of that shit comes from us. Yeah, and it's blood and poison. The fucking BBC. So I I know where it comes from. And I mean, and in terms of money, too, but British public are funding them. That's the license fee, and that's why I'm massive. You know, massively into the defund the BBC. If you want to make your your messages, your messaging shows, 
if you want to take wonderful shows like Doctor Who and turn it into a political fucking joke, then you pay for it. And that's and I think one of the reasons why it was handed off to uh Bad Wolf Studios is because I don't think the BBC would have uh, survived. No, it was going to another season. It was going to get cancelled. Like this was a yeah, last, yeah. I remember talking about that. Yeah, it was going to get cancelled. I knew it was going to get cancelled, and this was a last minute, like save the day kind of thing. Otherwise, it would have been shit. One to be fair, this is still kicking down the road, right? If the ratings crashed after bringing back Tenet, they'd be like, "Well, this is done. This IP is just done." Yeah, at least for now. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if the ratings come back up. I just don't know after the the first special what's going to happen then. You know. Well, I, just, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there are loads of people tweeting about how, like, oh my god, Tenant, my my doctor, he's coming back. It's so, like I might look into this now because, you know, I recognize him. I recognize Catherine Tate. I think there a lot of people are going to watch it just out of morbid curiosity, but they're not going to keep that audience because they're going to leave. <laughs> like it's it's, it's just going to really be like hard. a one off, and then that's it. They're gone, and then it's going to be you know shooty, and whoever else is there. So. Well, and, yeah, and it depends on what they do, right? Because if, if they pop in like a No Way Home situation and f leave feeling pretty good about seeing the characters they like, it's like that's one thing. But if we have a Doctor Strange situation where you walk in and see Mr. Fantastic shredded for some reason. Sure. You know, like yeah. they better be careful. It's the same warning we give every other bloody IP. And that one little it. scene destroyed a lot of goodwill from No Way Home, shredding Mr. Fantastic's head. They have Marvel has no fucking idea how much damage that did. Oh, they thought it was funny, man. They, they thought, thought it was, it was funny. funny. Yeah. Ha ha. What, funny killing your IP before it's even begun? Uh -huh. Yeah. Same okay. with uh, Patrick Stewart. That 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 scene uh, is a fundamental misunderstanding of art, of of lore, of comic books, of how people feel about the Fantastic Four because they're judging everything on movies. They're like, well, the movies have never done well. You have no fucking idea how much the Fantastic Four means to Marvel fans. To Marvel comic fans, the ones you used to rely on but don't rely on anymore. So the first time we see a Marvel <laughs> Mr. Fantastic on screen in an actual, well, not really, Disney Marvel movie, the IP that's supposed to understand him the most, they fucking pop his head like a zit. So stupid. And that is your first impression. How in the fuck? Who who made that decision? Oh, Kevin Feige made that decision. After, yeah, remember, like, after telling... Uh... Wonder how to kill Black Bolt. Yeah, mm. I mean it's it's it. Uh, there, uh, Marvel's lost. They will not be found in a couple yeah. years. Uh, all this, all the Phase Four stuff. Everybody will have always hated it. And uh, yeah, that yeah, you'll hear the narrative fucking change on that real quick. So you guys think it's a possibility that they may bring Tenet in just to kind of pull the Last Jedi and like destroy his character? Like, oh, it's always possible. Always yeah. possible. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, you know, even if there's no reason to think that would happen, just keep it in the back of your mind. This happened now. What? Like with like fucking twenty many times. Yeah. yeah. This is this ain't no like. Oh, we have two right. examples over here. It's like no, we have like it's more examples than not. Right. Unfortunately, if, if these studios were smart, which they're not, they would invest a lot of money into finding Nemo people who under <laughs> uh, escape. They would escape. No, they need to find people who understand fandom. They, they're they not interested well. in fandom, though, Gary. No, 
No, no, they're not because they well, had. Said if they were small, uh, said Marvel if they originally, small. yeah, Marvel originally had a council, basically a council of Marvel. In the phase one, Joe Casada, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, uh, John Favreau, uh, Edgar Wright, Joss Whedon, Robert Downey Jr. These were people Kenneth who all Brown. had say. Uh, yeah, that 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 had say in the Marvel and how things went. And Kevin Feige got rid of all of them when they got rid of Perlmutter. That's when things changed. They hate fans. Not a comic fan. He's never been a comic fan. That that whole narrative around him is a lie, absolute lie. He's a bigger Star Wars fan than he was a Marvel fan. But Kathleen Kennedy didn't even know there was an extended fucking universe for Star Wars. For Christ's sake! Yeah, wasn't um, <sighs> am I mixing up the quotes where it was like the Marvel's got its chance because it can it has such a great amount of lore to draw from. Star Wars doesn't or something like who said that? Was it Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember oh. her saying that. Stuff like that, where they, she says they like, we don't have books and comics to call upon, or yeah. something. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that when it's said, it's it's Ooh. done as a PR speak to make people happy, but it's like, oh, fuck, you have no idea what you've just done, and nobody told you. <laughs> nobody yeah, nobody told you. Wow. If you um, saw an image, like, say, somebody went uh, back in time and brought you an image of the, uh, the of new Avengers that are coming up, <laughs> thousand. 12 like right when the first one comes out you'd be all fuck you you're crazy you gotta be out of your mind but here we are yeah doctor <laughs> who goes back in time and are. shows you the new avengers and you're like fucking take me into the tardis and let's go to another like, dimension me jennifer Lawrence. don't let her near cern again <laughs> yes. dude i would way prefer seeing jennifer lawrence play everybody including uh falcon <laughs> that'll be great <laughs> kind of like the master the master yeah <laughs> that, that'll be funny yeah jennifer lawrence yeah oh vey. easy segue <laughs> easy segue right there right there baby we got Wolf the end of time in the church with the tardis oh the tardis in the little stained glass window not cute so cute i want I that i want to know how that i've seen that. that i've seen that as merch it's really a stained glass window yeah, like the stained glass window. It's like a really nice one. I don't have a place for a stained glass window. Oh, yeah, you do. It'd just be a, a normal size window. It wouldn't be a like a, the ones that I saw was like just like a Wait, really regular stairs. size. Wait, you got stairs, right? Yeah. All right, so take out one entire wall <laughs> <laughs> and replace it with a stained glass window. Right. Makes sense. Do it or coward. Do it or you're not a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um. Good. So this special is. I mean, everybody knows about the special. It's uh the re probably uh and now the single most famous regeneration scene. Yeah. Oh my god, it was um, so sad when he's like, I don't want to go. I was like, no one wants you to go, Ryan. Also, that guy's showing feet. He is. Um, yeah. Only feet. But yeah, this, uh, what will be the ratings for this? Do we know? Like, what? I can find them. Tuning in for this, because uh, oh. oh, like the watch? Okay. Uh, I think the most watched is Voyage of the Damned, correct me if I'm wrong, chat, where 
13 million people in a country of what? 60 million people watched the show. Amazing. Over one sixth wow. of the population. That's fucking insane. That's crazy. Which, is, which episode? I, I think it was Voyage of the Damned. It's one of the Christmas specials. <clears throat> one of the tenant Christmas specials. Pretty sure it was Voyage of the Damned. Uh, Voyage of the Damned, I think, did about 12 million. Okay, who did 13? Somebody did 13. It might have been 13. It might be like 12.8 million or something. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking insane. Wow. That's like Super Bowl numbers comparatively in, in the America. In the America? In America. In the America. <laughs> Here in the America. In the America. The America. Heck yeah. Heck. Freedom is the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the song goes. Uh, yeah, really good fucking ratings. Uh, all their specials, really, really good ratings until um, until it started getting woke and it started going downhill. Uh, well, that's the BBC for you. Yeah, I love the the one of the one of the great things you did as was show the ratings comparatively from Capaldi to Jodie Whittaker and showed that more people did watch Capaldi. Uh, they just waited. They used the, the iPlayer, but the extended seven, the plus seven day numbers were a lot better than Jody's. Yes. A lot better than Jody's. But Capaldi was on a different, he was on a Saturday night, which is a big night for people yep. going out. Jody Whitaker was on a Sunday night, which is a big night for people staying in. So it was a testament to uh, Capaldi yeah, remember... that people still... Capaldi is the re part of the reason why she would have had more viewers as well because people like really liked his performance and it's like all right who's next let's go let's take it like the damage it's kind of like TLJ to TROS right people like TLJ made money therefore it was good therefore blah, blah, blah. and it's like the damage that's done is oftentimes seen later funnily enough with Whitaker we got to see the damage in real time like loads of it in mm. terms of ratings and reception and stuff but this is the thing whatever ratings tenants return gets is a fraction of what it would have been like uh in a in a world where Doctor Who is still on a good, you know, upward trend, or at least even a neutral trend. And it was but, one um... of the few shows <clears throat> that had actual ratings where we could tangibly say, No, people do not like this. You can't lie to us and hide it behind some streaming bullshit. Uh and and even with the iPlayer, I proved that most of those views are fucking total bullshit. Cause if you've watched it for less than a minute, they count it as a view. So I, mm, I, yeah. I, I use mm. the YouTube formula of how many actual people watch your actual video the entire way through. And it's, it's not a hundred percent folks. It's like 15 to 20, it's like 15 to 20%. And, uh, I would, if you apply that formula, the ratings are worse. They're even worse. Some of the lowest, uh, I got, uh, I got ratings. <clears throat> All right. Do it. So uh, the next doctor did 13.1 million. That's, oh, wow. That's a surprise. Um, going to the Waters of Mars did 10.32 million. End of time part one, 11.57 million. End of time part two, 12.27 million. I think the next doctor was a bit of a. Clickbait on that one too. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, of course. Duh. I remember liking it a bunch though. Yeah, that was good. I even felt like the guy would have been a suitable choice. Um, I know the dead. 
9.54 million. And I say that as if that's bad. <laughs> I love Planet of the Dead. I think that's a really good one. Lee Evans is in there, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when we get the find out he'll knock four times. Yep. And uh, so what did Voyage of the Dam do? 12 point what? It Voyage was- of the Dam, they haven't put the um, they don't go with the I remember the looking ratings up. for that. I did the whole thing. I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah, the ratings were ridiculous for, for Tenet, and they were pretty damn good for Matt Smith, but Matt Smith also did really good in America. Like, he was very, very popular here. What happened to Peter wasn't fair, but it's reality. Uh, when Peter came in, we l- lost a lot of the kids because they were like, this old fart. That was me. Yep. I left. lost a lot of the kids. And, uh, but I'll, to this day, I have seen more women cosplay as uh, the twelfth Doctor than the thirteenth. Wow! Yeah, I I didn't leave because he was old. I left because it was getting really woke, and I hated the dialogue. Like, I I hated the um, what's her name? Fuck that stupid bitch. The one we always complain about, Gary. The Jody new Constantine w- bitch. Oh, uh, Jenna oh Coleman? Jenna Coleman. Yeah, her. I didn't like her. No, she was she was uh her portrayal after um Asylum of the Daleks and the Snowmen, because she was good in both of those. Great in both of those. But then they changed her character fundamentally to be a yes. feminist. Yeah, when she became feminist, I was like, okay, I think I'm done with this. It was bad. Well, there was that's when the the SJW started coming in going after Moffat, calling him sexist and shit, which is just that, that oh, absolutely insane. Stupid fucking insane uh because it's sexist to have like flirting you know that (laughs) thing flirting voyage of the dam did 13.31 million yeah holy shit damn they gotta be embarrassed when when they look at these ratings it's that's embarrassing well they try to rationalize it well streaming spread out plus seven bullshit bullshit nah you had good content Yeah, it was, it was good. good. It's good versus crap. People would have watched it now. 13 million people would have watched it then. It's objectively good. If you're yeah. a doctor yeah. or even a casual. By the way, the uh, the whole like, sexist stuff as well. Like, we're just watching Batman Returns and uh, Catwoman's waiting for Penguin in, in his room. And he sees her and goes, just the pussy I wanted to see. Oh my God. So good. Uh, I love Danny DeVito. Well, it's also it's Catwoman. These are the jokes you make, of course, and they're bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's objectifying. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's it's fine if the penguin <laughs> blows up babies and eats people, but when he's sexist, uh-uh. you can't have that. Mm-mm. God, I love when she's like meow. So Dude, I love her in the whole movie. She's insane. I know she's great. She's so good. But yeah, so ends of time. Well, I like his uh, his car beeping locker, TARDIS locker. Beep, beep. That was fun. Beep, beep. What? Car lock. TARDIS his, car lock. He had his cool shades. He had a cowboy hat. He had his, uh, and his hair still looked good. And uh, fucking, <laughs> uh, I don't know how that works out. But uh, Ooh, can we acknowledge that the 
the graphics here are way better than Witcher Blood Origin for the Ood plan. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, Witcher Blood Origin was a lot of standing in front of green screens talking to a little ball of light <laughs> so oh bad. that that planet that lenny henry that he goes to is just like what the fuck <laughs> what is that? hey can we give it up to let lenny henry who managed to be in two shitty fantasy shows in one year all right ah. <laughs> and, be, and be shit himself in both yeah. get killed off in both. Oh, dude the rings of power was just funny because he's just like um i'm gonna die now <laughs> okay <laughs> like, yeah. yeah bye they're gonna help you. They're gonna act like nothing's happened. They're not gonna and die. And the wizards just saw it. No, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Help <laughs> and they all just left him. Like they didn't yeah, even I, give I, him a burial. You <laughs> watch like, it. Genuinely feels like can help a black guy. What the hell? It genuinely comes across like he could have survived, but he's like, you know, I might just take this opportunity to just fuck off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, do you blame him? I no, no. I just shit. I just remember we still got that Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out. Oh my out. god! Yeah, Chris Pine, right? <laughs> oh, that's Fuck. right. Wait, is Lenny Henry in that too? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Chris Pine plays a bard because bards are super popular now because of The Witcher. Oh my god! And of course, wow. our, our warrior SJW woman was a bard and a warrior at the oh. same time. Oh. Unfortunately, she couldn't play anything or sing. Uh, <laughs> god, that song. I'm like, we're listening to the song of my wife and I were like, oh, god. <laughs> she has no, like, it was monotone. I am singing a song in a show because I'm a bard. I heard. <laughs> I heard though that the, she sings a song called Black Rose or something yeah, in yeah, the first. Black Rose. Mm -hmm. But Black Rose. I hear that's like a that's like a, a known song. It's it's a Celtic. It's an Irish song. So it's not. It wasn't one that was made specifically for the show. Uh, uh, they, they introduce um, uh, many drivers' characters actually from actual lore as well. It's not from the the lore of. Well, I just thought the song was on the nose because she was black and she was like, Black Rose. And I was just like, are we really listening? <laughs> they, they just made shit. I mean, like Lauren Hisrich is a fucking liar. She's just a liar. Yeah. She came out and said, well, we're going to just honor the books. And she just made her own SJW shit up for the agenda. She 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 changed stuff that was pretty modern anyway and just dialed it up to freaking woke 12. Uh, because they, the arrogance you had, you had a popular first season. There's no doubt that people liked it because of Henry, but she thought it was because of her writing ego. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. She actually thought like, Oh, I've got my game of Thrones. Now let's start some spinoffs. We can just fuck it off to one of my writers. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got this now. And, uh, you didn't, you know what? You usually wait back in the old days. Uh, it used to be, let's be good for two or three seasons before we get crazy. <laughs> now it's like, hey, they liked half a season, 18 spinoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And somebody was like, yeah, okay. Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, somebody should be like, no. That Avalach and Eridin casting is like. <gasps> the casting. Oh, my God. And Eridin being gay. Let's just make, let's make Eridin gay. Uh, that, that is so predictable. That is <gasps> so fucking predictable. It's like, of course he is. Mm -hmm. And he's useless and does nothing and has no consequence in this at all. 
Yeah, he's he's a puss. He's a ponce. Sorry, but he is. Like I'm like I'm, we're supposed to be like this is the big bad, really. I got a feeling we might have to do the end of time part one and two I, on I your next week. <laughs> well, I mean, we've we've kind of talked about pieces of it, a lot of it, yeah. Well, like we we can get through it, but yeah, sorry. It sounds like he's I gonna. Come... I want to get through it properly, though. I don't want to get yeah, through yeah. it. He, you know? well, Aaron's gonna come on the wild. Eridan had a really important part in episode three. He stood there. Yeah, I, I feel like he's going to come from another dimension and do your hair. Yes. Wait, Gary, have what? you finished it yet? What, the game? No, the <laughs> Blood Origin. Oh, my God. Gary, can you access the Witcher settings on my PC? On my PC? Like the show? No, I've got <laughs> one more episode to watch. Okay, yeah. See, I finished it last night. God, so... You no, will see like the importance. Much. Yeah, you will see the importance of both characters next episode. Oh, They're so well, is quite an important character. I know, I know. <laughs> Who's currently standing around snogging dudes and not doing a lot? Yeah, you'll see next episode what they're doing. You know, that's so fucking bad. It's uh, that uh, The Witcher's dead on Netflix. It's dead. It's dead. Oh, it, it's so dead. Like. It, I mean, I it was already dead when they said Henry Cavill was leaving, and then they came out with this, and it's like, no. It, I, it, I guess it all depends on season three and how well it does. It, I I think it's going to be fucking terrible. Yeah, but even if it does well, Gary, everybody's going to be like, uh, he's gone the next season, so what the well, fuck? They're going to rationalize it, going, it's still popular, and I hear people um, going, well, Liam Hemsworth will kind of... He's got all this, guys. All right. Liam Hemsworth. That's like everyone's favorite. He's in everything. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Everyone's like, favorite. Famous almost, for um that role, you know? All those he's roles. almost as cool as Jennifer Lawrence. Almost. All right. What are we going are to? Are we talking about this? Well, yeah. <laughs> as? as left. So I'm going to take over. Oh. Uh, so. The master is resurrected, but it goes wrong. It yeah, goes lady wrong. has a little potion and she throws those it at him women. What psycho bitches though? Like they're like, we know who he is. He's the master. And like, you know, take our life force. That was a bad pause right there. <laughs> 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 oh no. It looks like it's a good pause. She reached her 38 seconds. <laughs> the memers are gonna have fun with this. Yeah. Uh, Theo Hoekstra, thank you for the $50 donation wow. as appreciates it. Hell, <laughs> didn't say anything. dollars uh, from Sith Cake says, unless the bard in DD doesn't try to have a, a sex with everything living and breathing, including dragons and mimics, it will be uh, lore accurate. I wouldn't expect it to be lore accurate. No, <laughs> nothing is lore accurate anymore. Wow, this this scene. No, no, this scene. Well, <laughs> they they explain every, like this is a kooky premise. Okay, it's a it kooky indeed. premise that fucking works. Because when it when I first saw it, I was like, "What? What are they doing with this?" But it makes sense. I love it. Um, and they purposely like didn't do a they made it a personal doctor thing. You know, everybody expects well the Daleks or some big bad to come in mm -hmm. and the last one, but no, this was 
This was David Tennant's 10th doctor coming to terms with the time war himself, the consequences of his actions, which is something that wasn't, you know, it's explored a little bit, but this one like was explored a lot. Like this is the doctor sitting down going, you know what? I manipulated people to walk right into their own deaths to keep the flow of time coming to keep me alive. Um, and it's, it's, it sounds cold, but he has a, the doctor has a very different perspective on the universe cause and effect. And, um, we don't always know. And that's the, that's the greatness of this character. That's why it's one of the, it's one of the greatest characters ever created that they fucked up by the way. Yeah. We don't know his fucking name. 50, 60 years. We do not know this. And I'd never want to know it. And fuck the timeless children. We don't know the character's name. We haven't met mom and dad. We haven't met any potential children. We haven't met anything. Some Fuck. people say the master is his brother. Do you think no, that's true? No, childhood friend. I think so, too. I, th I thought they were buddies. Childhood friend. Well, leave it to some fucking writer with their head <laughs> up their ass to be like, would it be amazing as a twist if the master was is like his father? <laughs> All we know is they ran across the red grass fields on Mount Perdition. You know, like that's we it's like little tidbits over 50 years that we'll never get the answer to because we don't need it. We don't need it because we know the important parts of the doctor enough to Yeah, they're a little black baby that came through a portal. Yeah. That mm. fell off a cliff and very gracefully glided down to the bottoms without any expression on their face. Oh, I want to throw something at my monitor. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, Gary. Uh, I know. This um, got it. Oh. <laughs> Serenity now. Serenity now. Hey, I like Serenity. Serenity Great film. A good movie. Great film. Great film. What? Great sci-fi movie. Like a nuclear explosion is going on behind me. Fucking hell. Oh, man, look out. Ah. <laughs> Duck and cover. Oh no, a new care. Bernard. I love that that part. Bernard. I miss him. I love that part where he's like recruiting the old people to find the doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. So great. And then he's like, he was handsome. And Minnie, Minnie the uh, what was it? What was her name? Minnie the menace. Minnie the menace. <laughs> yeah, great. June Whitfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. She grubs his ass. Yeah, yeah, she, she gets does. Me too. Live on television. She I know. Did. She did get. She and the her. master eats people. Well, that's, that's fine. creepy. Yeah, dude. The skeletons made me laugh though when they cut to the like the fish and chip thing or the beer burger thing. Where it's <laughs> yeah, skeletons. right here. <laughs> yeah, like it. It's like he drew their flesh off with like a spell or something because it. If he just ate them while they were <laughs> so just sat in there. Oh my yeah, because they still stood up. Yeah. So I think he sort of, sort of dived into them and like stripped, no, just stripped them just, down. I, I think yeah, he did some juju that just got the flesh, got the fleshy bits so that wouldn't affect anything that wasn't fleshy. Yeah, bits. we we've all been there, hoovered up the flesh off something, someone we're trying to eat you. Know? Oh God. Maybe, maybe speak for yourself, you weird. Oh, pretending, right? Are we okay? Silly monsters coming yeah. through again. Oh yeah, we, we we would never do that. Chad, <laughs> <laughs> don't believe their lies. Okay, yeah. Um, but, but like again, for for kids, like 
this would be freaky. Like watching this, it's like, oh shit, like this dude ate. Well, people. it was an interesting choice to have like the skeleton skull thing flashing well, on his that's face. Who was supposed to do? Yeah, yeah it, was mm -hmm. it was a creepy show. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I always uh, when I was a kid, always used to hide behind the cushion watching Doctor Who. Yeah, Star Trek original the, the Star Trek when I was a five year old kid freaked me out. Mm -hmm. I loved it in all the best ways. <clears throat> yeah, it's scary stuff. It's fun to be scared. Yes. Yeah. Once upon a time. Man, Pretty like well, I watched stuff, Doctor though. Who as an adult and it still freaked me out. Like the Weeping Angels episode freaked me out. I was yeah, like, the eh, Fashion I don't like those. a little bit creepy as well. They were good. Read uh Cybermat Strikes uh super chat as that just came through. Uh did you do? Cybermat strikes with 10 Australians says Barry Letts and Terence Dix did say that they considered phasing out the Delgado master and revealing that they were brothers until Delgado was killed in a car crash in real life before the season returned. Oh no. Yeah. Delgado, best master of all time. Poor guy. Tragic accident. Uh, <clears throat> uh, big Chief, still waiting for my 1 6 scale master delgado figure that i oh. ordered two and a half years ago yeah i'm still oh, waiting for my canine that was meant to be gary's birthday present in 2020 yeah damn so that's two and a half years i've been waiting for that i'm not eating okay chat i already ate i already ate i, I done it are you having a schmuck and a pancake Smoking a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we need to we need to all get together and watch the trilogy for Austin Powers. Hell yeah! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's good stuff. I should we do uh, should we do a proper end of time one and two next week then? Because it's th we're three hours in, by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it's going to be a proper end of time, and then we'll start uh, talking about other stuff. But sure, yeah, no, we'll, we'll yeah, do. It yeah, well, I mean, that's that's what we've done with Waters of Mars. Okay, I'm I'm down. You uh, chat? Are you down? Are you down for that chat? Chat, you down? It's back on this channel next week. So, are you? Uh, are you? Would you be up for uh, an end of time one and two next week? I, I get to watch it again. I know. I'm totally fucking down, dude. I'm down with the regeneration again. That is a hell of a regeneration. I am, I am an OG down with OPP. Okay. Oh, we are. Oh, chat seems to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to okay. do I kind of wanted to watch I, I the rest. Wanna, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get you. Waters I don't want to just breeze through. Like it's, 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 you know, there's a lot to unpack with the episode. Waters of Mars deserved, like, that much time, though. It did. It's, it had been a couple of years since I seen it. So, uh oh well uh that's the first time i've seen waters of mars since whitaker took over Ooh, oh that's right you start i've burned through a lot of doctor who since then so we're getting we're, uh the, they have the shitty logo on them but the the classic series are getting blu-ray releases right so i i uh you just recently discovered this as so i go to amazon.co.uk mm -hmm. order my shit because you can just do that you can just change the website and order it, and they'll still ship it to you. How, are um, they starting from the earliest with that, it's, Gary? Okay, somebody in the chat explain the order they're taking with it, because no, they're not. They started with 
the middle, and then they have later ones. Then uh, the er we finally got the earliest. We got the first Doctor season two. They're doing it completely out of order, and it has to probably have to. It's probably the mastering process, gathering the hey uh, gathering the episodes, hey. the, ma the mastering, the mastering, yay! But uh, I'm sure there is a, a big time Doctor Who fan in the chat who knows why they're doing it so fucking crazy out of order. But these, but by the way, we can't get the special editions. Well, we can, but we we don't get them here. We get a different version in America that's not as good. We don't get a little booklet and uh, a better. Uh, there's just more in it. And uh, is it is it worth it? Like are these good? Uh, yes. If you're a Doctor Who fan, getting these uh, is it because these will be the last physical copies you'll be able to get of the classic series before everything goes full streaming. Yeah, absolutely worth every penny to get all these. They're collectible now, so good luck finding some of the Tom Baker ones. But uh, Dude, they are awesome. The uh, the NPC download has uh, come in. Uh, the Witch of Blood Origin has an audience score of only 8%. Oh. But many of these reviews perpetuate racist, sexist, and ableist talking points. So many racist people. I can't there. understand what the deaf person says. No. Is that a <laughs> and, um, we've got We've got such a ridiculously diverse group that it becomes parody. It's you have a, you have a fat deaf woman. You have a, uh, a a bloody woman with cerebral palsy. You have a gay dwarf. You have a gay Eridin. You have a fucking black lead woman who hates the white cuck. And then in episode three, they suddenly decide they're massively in love and need to fuck all the time. Uh, um, you go on, go on. Oh no, she beats the shit out of full grown men with her little stick arms. By the way. Yeah, uh, and you are absolutely right in your assessment. Um, the elves are just as horrible as humans. There, there's no fucking difference in them at all, except for pointy ears. But they're like, I, I, I you know, you used to have sympathy, used to have sympathy for the elves, right? In The Witcher, you're like, okay, they got they they were a little more, you know, they had their their society was higher. They were better architects. They had magic. No, they were just a bunch of fucking dicks. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The humans just came and just assimilated into their fucking culture, basically. Just wait until you see like the first humans in this show. God, it's so bad. It's is it so a woman? Bad. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> is it so, a woman of color? And she's literally coming off a boat. Like they're like the colonizers. So they're like, there's literally like a crashed fucking ship, and she's like on the beach. She's like, where am I? <laughs> it's, like, it's so bad, Gary. Oh, they show the they show see, okay, the conjunction of the spheres. They show it. Should never be shown. They ever, show it. Ever be shown. Mm -hmm. It should they be show. this thing that's so fucking weird and beyond our understanding that it should just leave it to your imagination. That's that's just the fucking Hollywood is. They do not know what to do anymore. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Or there's too many cooks in the kitchen who uh, all they know how to do is heat and prepare in the microwave. Okay. Yeah. Loads, there's loads of them, but they don't know how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this yeah. show was a nightmare. <laughs> Then, like, Michelle Yo, is that what her name is? Yeah. She's, she just feels completely, like, mis, like misplaced. It's like, where is she from? Everybody's speaking, like, British English and Irish and, like, all this shit. And then she's, like, got this Chinese act. I was just like, what is she? And they're from the same the kingdom. Fuck? She's part of the ghost the, tribe. All, they all are. Yeah. All of them are. With their fucking Scottish, Welsh, mm -hmm. English, Irish fucking chinese accents 
Oh my god, that part of your review as when you're like these guys are supposed to be cousins and that one guy's like midnight black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, uh, I was like, white cook man who's got a ginger fucking beard. He's that white. His fucking cousin. He's fucking. <laughs> my wife said maybe they're Very black. <laughs> maybe they're Crips. What up, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be his cousin. It's just like, this is ridiculous. It's, it's so stupid. It's so hard. so hard. I'm like, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. I'm like, this show is just funny. Like, because it was just so stupid. It no, was I, no, this is this is Kibble Smith's new, new warriors. This is, is what it feels like. It is absolutely. That is a great, great analogy there, dude. I, I love when the sister comes in, right? And quite frankly, the Lark sister is a better actress than the lead actress. She's at, better at acting, at the craft of acting, and more likable. And then they fucking kill her. She's like, her death in like a minute. <laughs> She's oh like, my god, my sister's dead, and you could like, there's no tears coming down. Uh, it was so Dude, funny. That, and then, that then two minutes she's later, like... she's going, "Oh, if you betray me, I'm gonna cut your cock off." And it's, all of these fucking cock jokes, yeah. jokes. Yeah. I yeah. There okay. was a lot of she's those. She's telling the guy who's like strong, like penis envy much, taller than her, and a probably seventy five. Mar- yeah, go for it. Come on. Come on. I just didn't even understand. I was like, how do you go from because they they shot the sister with two arrows and then she's like, come out here. And then they're all like, okay, (laughs) they just come out. Like, what? I know. All right, we'll come come at you one at a time. The only arrows that they had. (laughs) They only (laughs) one archer. So she's like, who killed my sister with arrows from a a hidden position? Come out and get me. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? You just see them like all like start coming out from like behind the cart and like behind the fucking barrels and shit. And they're like, what? Like, who's doing this? And, and then, then the one first- the one guy that gets the axe thrown in his back that he reacted to before the axe before? hit him. Yes. He's just yeah. standing there. Oh my god. I love I love how he just died. He'd be all ah <laughs> there's an axe in my back. Uh, no, I love how the one clear stunt man they later took the mask off into some redheaded girl. And I'm oh, like, that yeah. was not a girl earlier. Oh, well, uh, oh my god! And then oh. when it, yeah, the monolith and is again another woman, another woman soldier. No, <laughs> no. no, stop it! This Everyone is getting was a woman. stupid. No, every, every uh, uh, it's it's filled with girl bosses it is intersectional the fantasy series yeah it is it is it, it was so crazy it's like that one scene as po- like w- w- when you reviewed it i was thinking the same thing they're like in the middle of nowhere and they run into a bunch of people and it all happens to be women and they're all like let's yeah, sing a song old, one like, old man what the fuck? then it's just a bunch of fucking women and pregnant women and it's the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> yeah. and, and that then you're just walking really it, big. And then, and then you're getting people going, oh, we've heard that they're at this place now. How? <laughs> they're walking in the middle of fucking nowhere all the time, the and you're getting minutes. people reporting back to you. The first 30 minutes, it's like the fourth time they positively affirm uh, the main character, too. It's like, you're amazing. You sing amazing. this amazing song, and you're amazingly amazing. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't say in my review today. I should have said it. 
You're the voice of the people. We can't kill. She's the voice of the people. Mm-hmm. And the, that guy keeps telling her too, like, you're the best because you're so much stronger than me because uh, you because of your song and your voice. Like, you've helped so many more people than I have ever. I'm the worst. You're the best. It's just like and they over and over. Uh, like, what's already happened on screen. Or my favorite part was the prophecy. Which told you the entire story of the, yeah, the beginning of the show. <laughs> oh, you get another prophecy too. And then, Don't worry. Oh, there's another oh, one. There's in episode three, right? They are going to Sindrea to kill the god, the, the, the golden empress, whatever she's called herself now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Michelle Yo takes it upon herself to, to, to set a trap which has got no setup to kill the god empress mm -hmm. so she goes to zintra zintrea and then they take her and so she goes oh i've got information on how to to get the guy you're looking for and they say oh come with all right we'll just take you straight to the empress <laughs> they don't take any of her weapons away from her no. and then she, the god empress says oh you're from the ghost clan and she's like, yes, the last of us. And if I wanted to kill you, you'd be dead now. Why didn't you fucking kill her then? Yeah, it, it That's was so the whole fucking plan. Did you so see it? The guy behind her? Well, no, she so all the guards like eh. So she's like, goes to the Empress, who she could have fucking killed, doesn't kill her in an effort to set a trap for them to come back and kill her. <laughs> yes. Did you see no. the guy behind her though? Because he was like, he was like, I could have killed you if I was there. And then the guy behind her like just puts his hand on his like sword, like, oh, okay, she was gonna kill her anyway. She would have done it. You fucking retard. It was so fucking stupid. This you guys would recommend the show then? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, it's, it's written. Absolutely. Uh, the the guy who was the showrunner, he's lots of experience. He wrote a Vampire Diaries spinoff. Ooh, we're spoiled for choice these days, huh? We are. Mm. We are. So I mean, he, knows, he knows how to microwave shitty lasagna as a, a cook in the kitchen kind of thing. That's If, if you want to just like watch a show that's one of the shittiest things ever made and just laugh at it, then yeah, highly recommend it. You will laugh. Nina, you're going to have to narrow it down. That describes about a thousand shows at this point. Holler, <laughs> you will laugh. There you is will laugh at this. Project, like I pissed myself when the guy said cousin <laughs> I was like, swear oh, to god if I, I get a fucking text from drinker being like by the way can you watch this blood origin show from the open bar and be like no but then but, but the brown mage and and the cerebral palsy mage white woman suddenly just say well we're from the same village so we're, we're brother and sister what they were celestial siblings as there's no wagon but there is a princess who's going to be married off who doesn't want to be married off. Now, she doesn't, well, as far as I know, go full lesbo, but um, no, she do she doesn't. She has big eyes. She like the, 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 she, she got the fish eyes. She's, she looks like that. That's alien hybrid. <laughs> Can we just also acknowledge that all the women are like completely, basically evil in this? Like, I mean, the dwarf chick, she's evil. Like, she's like an evil character. Uh, the main black girl, she's a total bitch. Like it, it make like, her character is just like an awful person. There is no character. There's, there's been no, no character development, and you can't have a writers. character if there's no character development. They exist. They yeah. exist, and we just by their existence are meant to 
Like them? Like them. No, that's not how it works. But they're also awful. Like that. Well, it's based on the right. The writers don't have any reverence or respect at all for the original lore. And even the most casual of nerd can see through that shit immediately. And that's why they always attack you, the fan, because you know more. But collectively the God Empress than they do. Who killed her brother, who killed her lover's father and murdered directly herself, his sister, mm-hmm. who then killed hundreds of other people, decides that gay marriage could be a good thing for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. A lot of people actually think that. <laughs> I kill a bunch of innocent people for my beliefs on one thing. Because life and if, is, and not... if she makes marriage okay between two men, then why are they skulking around She's having a, a, a skulking gay relationship? Because they need to deliver a message as because they have a platform with a lot of influence, and we're going to influence um, all the gamer gators. Also, as I was only able to stay for the three hours, and we're a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Molly. Yes. Anything you'd like to plug? So much for the long man. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, so much for the progressive long. No, no, I got another plug. Just I guess the news of Mr. Metal Commander. For those who are familiar, is is visiting me in the physical presence. He's going to be what? Yeah, your dimension. Uh, plane. <laughs> Germany cracked it, man. They got great. Lenny Henry opened up a portal. Um, but we're gonna. Was it? A, was it? Oh, what's the, what's that plane that disappeared? Damn it! I was gonna tell a joke, but it's not. Flight seven thirty-seven or whatever it was. It's the lost plane. The lost plane. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're gonna stream uh the God of War games that I haven't actually played the PSP and PS3 one Ascension. So, you know, those will be around. But yeah, uh, we're gonna do. The New Year's Eve uh, EFAP, I'm happy to invite you lot if you, if you, if it, the funny thing about it is whenever I invite people to something like that, I'm like, you obviously have plans, but if you'd like to, because it's New Year's Eve, but then some people are like, no, I don't have plans. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I don't celebrate New Year's, I celebrate flight th- 370. Thank you. I mentioned, uh, I'm 53 and sober. I have no plans on New Year's Eve. Let's do it. <laughs> well, if you guys pop in, maybe we can have some more Batman questions to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely go in for some of it, yeah. For everyone that everyone gets right, they get 10 points. As gets one, because he's a Batman expert, right? So, Dude, not if the questions are, who's <laughs> the first person to discover the Batcave? What was the Although seventh I, I... letter of the third word that Batman says in issue 33? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> but, um, hey, yeah, it was real fun talking to some Doctor Who. We can do that next week as well. Leading all the way up. To when the new stuff comes out eventually, right? I don't know. Next year. Wouldn't be surprised people like talk more about Doctor Who episodes that are not cringe. (laughs) Like that would be nice. Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna complain. Let me with a good time. Wolf. Um but yeah, all right. Well, I'm gonna uh head out, I guess, because but but it's been fun, lads and ladies, and you guys have a good stream for whatever it is you get up to next. Uh, have a good cat. time. Love have a you, good Molly. day after Boxing Day. Uh, what Yay. do they call that? Something day. The day after Boxing Day. <laughs> the twenty seventh of December. It's Scotch Tape Day. Um, but yeah, toodle pip, everyone. Toodle pip.
Uh, Nina, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, it's my channel, Nina Infinity. Check me out on there, Nina7Infinity on Twitter. Thank you for having me on, as always. Okay, Gaddy, you got a video coming out. Yay! It's Wednesday. Wednesday? Either tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Uh, and uh, it's the last video of the year. Unless, of course, I find time to do Blood Origin. Which oh, I, my God. I might. Oh, it's, my God. It's yikes. But, uh, yeah, that's coming up. And uh, I have no idea who we have on Friday Night Tights this Friday. Shad will be We there. have Disbrew. Disbrew and Shad. Okay. It'll be just a fun little year-ender. And uh, and Real BBC back on Az's channel next week. Is yeah. Friday? Oh no, okay. Because last year Friday night tights fell on like actual like New Year's Eve. So New I was Year's like, Eve, I, yeah. I thought it was gonna be the same this year. It's but New Year's it's Eve, Eve, it's much better this way. I New mean, Year's I, like, Eve. I like it's cool when it's on the holidays, but not like you know, I, I feel a little guilty keeping the, the co-hosts. The people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I'm pressing X to doubt. Wow. That didn't look like that's what you were doing. Yeah, that did that look, <laughs> look like wow. <laughs> Gonna be like that, is it? Huh? Anything you'd like to plug as? Hey. <laughs> um, I'm gonna stick around and I'm gonna do some soup chats. All right, well. Would you like some company? I can yeah, I can hang I'm, out. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna oh I'll keep quiet. I'll be quiet. Nina, you never fucking as soon as I say okay, we're gonna do some super chats. Nina starts flooding my fucking bottom of memes and fiends. All right, I'll go. You do your super chats. I'll go. I'll be back next week. I love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for uh streaming it with me in the middle of the night as uh to do that game and middle watch of, no Gary, it was not the middle of the night. It started at three o'clock in the fucking morning. Oh well, I'm talking about my perspective because I'm a American. <laughs> I really don't give a shit Okay. When's the next one? 9 p.m. When's the next, next one? one? Maybe uh, maybe next week, I think. Maybe, you know. Like we'll do it during as is daytime though. This this time we'll do a little better coordination. It yeah, was I, yeah, I need to be, I need better than the 3 3 a.m. It was Christmas day and I had to finish my uh triple feature, okay? Of uh well we did jingle all the way the night before, then we did Elf Die Hard and um Love Actually. Uh, great movies so thanks again as nina take care of yourself have fun fondling mauler mauler mm -hmm. already gone chat you you're fucking crack up you're awesome today absolutely brilliant and uh mods thanks and we'll see you around Hasta Bye you. Bye. do you want me to go or do you want me to stay get the fuck out of here okay Bye, love you. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna smash through. That's why. Uh hey chat, how you doing? Let's have a chat. Uh Andre CR with a five thousand uh Costa Ricans, I think. Says uh, Happy New Year as Gary the Doom Slayer, Moolah the Nina, and Nina. Uh, I'm going to start an online petition to rename Blood Origins to The Witcher, The Wild Coont. Wow. I think we should just call it The Witcher B.O. because it fucking stinks. Yeah, I know this uh, Melanie Mack has uh, got a stalker. Um, 
she's posted up on on twitter i didn't really want to go through it on the stream i didn't think it was really stream appropriate but uh yeah uh so hoping that she gets in contact with the authorities uh and doesn't have crazy fuckers drive multiple miles to say you're going to be my future wife you're not a not Melanie Mac, obviously them, of course. Um, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, Horace Dunn has been a stormtrooper for eight months. Thank you. Kev L has been a force sensitive for he drove 15 hours, yeah. Uh force sensitive for two months says, Love you as Gary is an awesome boomer. I see why he doesn't play video games. Nina has a pure heart and is sexy as hell. Mauler is a legend. Thank you. Ecanalyst with a $20 says, Hail the real Blue see Gary got through the door. So I give as money. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciated. Uh, David P has been a force sensitive for seven months, says, I can't stay because I'm being a capitalist with the wife and little one, but Merry Happy New Year. Uh, Thank you. Good Merry uh, Happy New Year to you too. Um. K-Man with a Stormtrooper for two months, and Ozma has been a Force-sensitive for two months as well. Says, Merry Christmas, all, from Fort Worth, Texas. Get Nina on the intro, yo. Look, as soon as we can free Perry Chan up, we will. Uh, Perry Chan is kind of backed up at the minute, so there's priorities and there's priorities, but uh, she'll get there. Don't worry. Uh, Yellow Flash 2. With a as will you be my wife? I want a sandwich. Like, no! Wrong way round. You maketh me the sandwiches, woman! And you have the jiggles. Come on. Yellow Flash 2. Yellow Flash, how you doing with a $10? Says Batman Returns is still my favorite Batman movie. Correct. That is the right answer. CBGBs with a $10 says, Hail the real BBC. Hope you had a great Christmas. Can't wait for the epic reviews uh, of these two episodes. Waters of Mars is both amazing and terrifying. Waters of Mars was great. We're going to, uh, if you didn't already know, but we're going to use next week to do the two-parter for the end of time so we can actually concentrate on it because uh, we like to meander around topics as uh, you can, uh, well, you know, you're watching the show. Um, Jens Anderson of the Tri has been a stormtrooper for 20 months. Thank you, Matt Fashin or Fashin with a two Canadian says, Who's your favorite Batman? I think, um, I think Ben Affleck is the closest to the to the what Batman would actually be. That's what I think. That's what I think. And, and if he had a good script. And a good director, I mean, even himself, as you know. But uh, if he had a good script and a good director, then I think it could have been pretty epic. Uh, and, and more comic or you know, more sort of comic booky orientated. Uh, Mon with a $5 says, This Christmas I had the two best gifts of my life. First, Jeremy failed miserably at Mario Kart. Then, Gary played The Witcher Live. Best Christmas ever. Nice. My room's hot. I'm doing a lot of talking. Mouth's drying up. Ooh. 
Uh, right. Mac Turner, I trained Zach, uh, Zachary Levi for Shazam. I've got pics to prove it. Also a private commercial grade gym in LA. You can get in shape lifting in one hour a week. Contact me. I'll train you for free. A bit difficult from LA, dude. Uh, David Grimes with a force sensitive for nine months says, Hail all and happy new year. Talking Batman, I got the Batman Blu-ray box set for Christmas, 89 to 97. Watched 89 last night. We'll re-watch Returns tonight. Batman Returns. Best Batman. It's the best Batman movie. This is the best Batman movie. Uh, Vanessa Law has been a stormtrooper for 32 months. Vanessa, thank you. Five picoseconds with the 10 Canadians. Says, the Water of Mars is the first episode of Doctor Who since I tried and failed to get into the series in 2014. I adored this episode, and I need to give this show another chance. Uh, Wars of Mars is a really good episode. It's got, you know, it's got all the suspensings, got great writing. Uh, it's got, you know, sinister enemy. It's really good. When am I streaming The Witcher next? Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll be streaming it tomorrow. I don't I just I was just thinking tomorrow all I've got on tomorrow commitment wise is the final episode of the Witcher body odor and then I can I can stream Witcher for you know if I get a good night's sleep tonight I can do the the Witcher video in the morning release it and that'll free up the rest of the day for me to uh to do some Witcher, Witcher streaming. I want to get back on it as soon as. I, I, I adore the game. I absolutely adore the game. Uh, Pop Culture Dinosaur with a 20 Polish says, Cheers, guys. Asmol and Ina Witcher Gary. Uh, hail Witcher Gary. I think a Witcher Gary plushie would be fucking hilarious. Uh, the Randman with a $2 says, All that fart sniffing caused brain damage. For the writers. Cynthia Downs has been a stormtrooper. Joined as a stormtrooper. Thank you. Nav Sherger with the five Canadians says, apparently Babylon was terrible as well. I saw... Um, Rob Liefeld. I saw him uh, tweet out saying that he loved it. Unfortunately, uh, nobody else seemed to because it did like 3.5 million at the box office at the weekend, which is dog shit. Because apparently it had about an $80 million budget. And apparently it's got to make about $250 million to break even. Woo! That ain't going to happen. Chris Gore liked Babylon. Is, I, I, I don't know what Babylon's about. If Babylon is sort of about LA culture... I can see why people like Chris Gore and, and Californians would like it, but I don't know what it's about. But if it's kind of like about Californian culture, yeah, you know, Californians might like it. Don't mean anyone else likes it. And I, it's just a personal, I hate it when California sniffs its own farts because it thinks it's so fucking amazing. You're not. You're a bunch of fucking wankers and weirdos. Um, Sparta Chris, 540 Echo, with a $5 says, this is for the Save As from New Zealand fund to give all the Ases a new home. Please 
want you to donate to save Az from New Zealand. <laughs> um, always ready with a ten dollar says I apologize in advance. Baby carrots? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Cole Hauser has been a stormtrooper for three months. Thank you. And Enoch Mamon is back with a $20 saying, Hey, Gary. Yeah. Remember when you were playing The Witcher and the camera was spinning while you were trying to walk in a straight line while Az begged you to walk in a straight line? Did you have flashbacks to your many, many DUIs? Wow. Probably. Probably did. Uh, Sparta Chris 45 Echo again for the $5 says it's almost as the next episodes were a punishment for the doctor for declaring him the Time Lord victorious. The universe punished him for his pride. Uh, yeah, I, I think, well, I think there's, yeah, his, his hubris kind of got the better of him, but he, he corrected himself at the end. He went out, he, he went out with, um, understanding understanding his his mistakes but still you know sad to go which was great uh john ellis bush bush with a four pound fitty says i think the events of pfizer pompeii play into waters of mars saving that family yeah we we actually discussed that we did discuss that uh liber uh liberative with a five dollar says who doctor who's i'm not even supposed to be here today episode mm. Big Rog with a two Canadian thumbs up super sticker. Big at you. Big Rog. Uh, Trinoculus with a $10 says, reminiscing on these wonderful episodes is bittersweet. Joined Gary's channel just before Jody's era. Started to see if it's worth watching. It wasn't. Thank you all for the content. I know. I know. I know. Mouth's drying up really quick because I got the heater on. And the heater's like fucking amazing. Heat's it. I'll turn it off soon because I'll be so hot. Unhinged with a five dollar says, I've been listening while I work for some time. Thank you for the escape from the monotony. Hail to the real BBC and to the fellowship. Hail to you, unhinged. Uh SR20 Shane with a 10 euro says, Gary, when's the next Witcher Wild Hunt stream? Next week. Your last one with Az was hilarious. Loved every minute of it. Oh, thank you, man. It was uh, it was a funny time. It was definitely a funny time. Kurgan0822 with a $10 says, in his book, Russell T. Davis says he wrote the mysterious woman as the doctor's mum, but kept it ambiguous for fans to draw their own conclusions. Yeah, I always saw it as his mum. And then when I watched it this morning, I just kind of had this feels kind of like Susan vibe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm in a different place in my life. So that's where we are. I don't know. Republic Sentinel with a $20 is my favorite doctor's Tom Baker. I was born in the early 70s. Grew up watching him with my pops in PBS. Who is each of your favorite doctors? Thanks to each of you for your work during the holidays. Happy New Year. 
My personal favorite is Peter Capaldi. Uh, I think Peter Capaldi is just an absolutely sensational actor. He has an incredible love for Doctor Who, which just absolutely uh, exuded in his performance as the Doctor. I don't think he had the best scripts, but because he's such an incredible actor, he turned some very mediocre material uh, into some very enjoyable stuff because he's Peter Capaldi. So uh, that is that is my personal fave. Angela Richter has been a Stormtrooper for 31 months. Thank you. The Uber Geek with a £2 says, Timothy Dalton as Rassilon. Chef's kiss. Absolutely. Uh, Anzi, I couldn't believe it when they got him. Uh, Anzi Iconon with a t- five euro says, Waters of Marge. Fucking hell. Waters of Marge? No. Waters of Mars is a great special. I like most of David Tennant's uh, version of the Doctor. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Ben Chapman with the £10 says, Thank you again, Az and Gary, for this Doctor Who stream. Merry Christmas. Which was the better master reveal? You are not alone in Season 3 or the Mistress reveal in Season 8? Um, That's a good one. The Yana one was very good. I, I, got, I got cotton mouth. I got a cotton mouth. The Yana one was really good. The Missy one was uh, excellent as well. But I think the Yana one has to take it because it was very, very cleverly done. <laughs> Laydart's favorite doctor is uh, Ben Insider. <laughs> God, that's a deep cut there, folks. Um, XSL with a two five dollar supers. First one says, "So, are we gonna watch Adult Clark discover his powers, meet Lois and Perry, save the day, and become a, a reporter?" Gun, we saw this already. Already, it's called Man of Steel. Pretty much. I mean, apart from he's not gonna discover his powers, he's gonna be a cub reporter. So it's pretty much an origin story. And second one, he says, "As please tell Gary this line in your deep but loud voice. Just drop it. No one cares about Gary taking on the Mauler. There you go. Fenrir Fire has been a force sensitive for two months and says Gina Carano would be the greatest Darwin ever, in my opinion. Okay. Mech1164 with a $5 says, I still say Wilfred as a pocket watch with all these strange symbols. Ah, ha, ha. That for the life of him, he can't figure out how to open. Uh, the fob watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the meta, not the meta crisis, but uh, yeah. Who knows? I, I don't think Wilfred's a, a time lord, but uh, as, we, as we saw, his destiny was always there to, to be the man to... Uh, but he's great. He was fun. Wilf was fantastic. Dr. Raymond Sis with the $2 says Atmos and Sontaran's episode Sacrifice. Rock in Alice with a $5 says In old who, the Doctor and the Master are a trio. Their third partner is called, uh, third partner is called the Rani. 
She's a female Time Lord. She hasn't appeared since, correct? They have the capability of doing stuff, but they just don't. There you go. Brock and Alice has been also been a Stormtrooper for 11 months. Thank you. Then we get to... Um, YouTube telling me that my audience... Shut up, YouTube. Uh, then we get to one of Bashi... I say one of because he did multiple. One of Bashi Washi's 20 gift subs. Thank you, man. Uh, the God of Gravy with a nine pounds says, Hail, gang and chat. Hope y'all. Xmas was great. Mine was lovely. As if you give the Riddler a Disney sponsorship, a rainbow suit, and replace the question mark for a hashtag, he could be renamed the Diddler. But up, but but up, but. True. Sad, but true. Uh, how the hell just pronounce this? Psy Psychosister? With a five dollars says, "Hey, Mauna, uh, Juan Solo might be the first relatively competent Disney Star Wars, but at this point, it's like it's like put a wreath on the grave of my investment." Wow. Yeah, I mean, Mauna said to us that uh, he went through Juan Solo. Uh, he actually thought it was okay. He thought it was pretty good. Um, Problem is, I'm suffering from what a lot of people are suffering from, and that is, I don't give a shit about Disney Star Wars anymore. I don't give a flying fuck. The apathy set in. They've they've killed me. They've they've killed my interest in it. So good luck, because I can't be bothered to to go through the one solo series for it to be maybe good, maybe okay. Uh, I just don't have the um. The shits to give. Hernandez Professional Accounting has become a member at the Stormtrooper level. Thanks. Johan Naxos has been a Jedi Master for 10 months. Thank you, Johan. Watching Gary trying to play the Witcher was a mix of frustration, laughter, and seasickness. Yes. <laughs> Aitken with an eight Australian says, Thanks, Az. You guys sold another copy of The Witcher 3 a couple of days ago. I upgraded it for the PlayStation 5, and I'm loving it. As you should, because it's fucking amazing. DB with a £1.79 says, As, can you get Nerdrotic to play Elden Ring? B baby steps. Let's get him playing The Witcher first. Baby, baby, baby steps. David Fredrickson with a $5 says, Been expanding my MP scale, Masterpiece scale Transformer collection. Starscream, Skywarp, and RC, all third party. Nice. I've got um, I've got a third, uh, fourth party Optimus Prime, and a third party Megatron on the way, and they are so good. Um, Enochma Mom with the ten dollars says Mikey makes a passionate defense of the Snyder DC. Gary politely disagrees. Mikey gives a mild defense of Avatar. Gary makes exaggerated jerk-off motions. Easy to tell what Gary's more passionate about. Uh, wanking? 
Um, we badicked 64 with the five dollars. Gary's Richard title is Gary of California. Have a happy new year. I'm trying to keep myself okay because my dog isn't going to make it to the new year. Ah, oh, dude. I'm so sorry, man. So sorry. Pets are, uh, pets are family. Pets are family. Legendary Masume with the two Australians says, boom, first super chat. Thank you. Andrew Titchener with a $10 says, question. If the timeless children established that the doctor wasn't Gallifreyan, then how did the 10th doctor have two hearts to produce the four knocks? We've been through, I mean, uh, we've been through this so many times with the timeless children bullshit. There's a ton of streams and videos where we go into all of these aspects. Uh, it's, it's all just horseshit. This wasn't done to enhance the law. This was done so that the BBC could wipe out 55 years of a white doctor. That's what it was done for. Lord James with a $10 says, I just bought all 11 of the Edgar Rice Burroughs Mars books because I want to get into old school pulp and nothing new interests me anymore. Not wrong with that. Not wrong with that at all. Uh, Al Fiverr with a $5 says, Sapowski didn't like the games, correct? Which were amazing, but signed off on the Netflix shows. Money. I can't imagine how those mental gymnastics work. Money, 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 money. He likes money. Crazy Tiger person with a two-month Stormtrooper. Thank you. And Jesus Davila with a 11-month Force Sensitive. Thank you, dude. Gordon Caddle with a three-month Jedi Master says, love the Witcher livestream so much. Brought joy to my soul. Thank you all. Thank you for watching. It was a great time. It really was a great time. Patrick Banks has become a new member at the Stormtrooper level. Thank you, Patrick. And then we get on to another one of Bashy Washy's 20 gifted memberships. Thank you, mate. Crazy Tiger Person with a $5 says, As you think you can review the ARC trailer, I know you don't like the ARC, like ARC, but just put a small Twitter review. I hope it doesn't go woke. The arc is that the what the is that the new arc? What uh mm. Demi Moore's Tate Worm with five dollars says, I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas from this Hebrew to you. Love y'all, especially to my favorite and Persian. My god woman, your insta heart simp for life. Wow, Demi Moore. Fucking hell, easy on the simping. Might have to put you into fucking horny jail. My goodness. Strew with a £4.49 says, Hey, Az, thanks for your company this time of year. Must be tough down in New Zealand. Thanks for the super chat. Also, go fuck yourself. The legend of the traveling TARDIS with a $2 says, Make this viral. Hashtag Gary, where's the door? Vicky Morley with a £10 says, Happy New Year to the real BBC. Love you all and I hope 2023 brings you great things. P.S. Az is British. And we are proud to claim him. Vicky, I like the cut of your jib. Christina, Christina has been a Stormtrooper for, has joined as a Stormtrooper member. Thank you. 
Domikazi with a $10 says not associated in any way, but please watch Eric, the cameraman's content and get him on a show. He breaks down shows from a pro cinematography standpoint. It's outstanding content for a tiny channel. Bob Starsky with a 10 pound as my mouth is. I'm going to have to turn this heater off. My mouth's just drying up so much. And I don't want to be drinking too much water and just pissing all night. Uh, sorry, I was trying to I was trying to read and, and drink at the same time. And man, I can't multitask. Bob Starsky with a ten pound says ordered Superman for all seasons based on your recommendations. I have missed a hopeful Superman. Happy New Year. And as check out a Merry Style Christmas by Darsky. Oh, Darsky Delphi. If you haven't. Okay. <laughs> John Harmon with a $5 says, Hey, Maula, what are your top three Power Wolf songs? Uh, I don't I don't listen to that sort of thing. Uh, objectively, a cat with a five dollar says you kicked a blue check mark as DEI manager Ryan Kinnell won't take this light sitting down. Oh no, I might. Uh, that's diversity, equity, and inclusion. I might have to. I might receive a reprimand then on FNT. Andrew Valdez with a twenty dollar says I've been. Forcing my dad to watch shows with me, and I heard about the Venture Brothers from Gary. So I bought the entire thing. I watched it with him. I will cherish the laughs we had forever. Dude, that is fucking awesome, Andrew. Thank you so much, Gary. That is amazing, Andrew. That is fantastic. Uh, Alexander Kelly has been a Stormtrooper for 22 months. Thank you. Toon, Toons News with a $5 is the quartering next money venture. Plushy brand plushies. Can't wait. It could happen. Guardian Fortress with a $10 says, I just heard on Twitter that Ryan Johnson had a debate with Ben Shapiro about his new movie, Glass Onion. Glass something I don't know the name of the movie. I think it's Glass Onion, maybe. It's just funny to hear about Ben Sh No offense. No offense, but I couldn't give two fucking shits what Ben Shapiro thinks about a TV or a movie show. You know, that's uh, that's not the that's not the place that I go for actual the business. Uh, but you know, keep on keep on shouting at college students. Uh, Eddie Brock nine zero four three with a six euro says Gary at as it's long overdue to include Nina into the BBC intro. I, hey. Don't blame me. It's about trying to get Perry Chan free, and Perry Chan's exceedingly busy. Take out as in the final rock scene, include Nina. No. Uh, Hail Maul as Bruce Wayne. And then uh, Eddie Brock, 9043, with a 24 euro super chat, repeated the same message. So thank you. Maybe with spelling corrections. I don't know. But thank you. Uh, it's just about trying to get Pe Perry Chan free and. Uh, you know, Gary's been pumping out the videos, so he's really, he's really busy. Um, I, I want Perry to do some stuff for me, but 
I'm going to have to wait because he's busy. So I will try and grab him when I can, but busy, 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 busy. And he needs that money to pay his bills. Hmm. AT with 100 knocks, says Norwegian. Merry Christmas to you from cold Norway. Merry Christmas back at you. Well, happy new year now, but I hope you had a great Christmas. Eve Barlow's rotten crotch with a five pound says, I hear Doctor Who's, uh, Doctor Who's police box is getting a rainbow paint job and being rebranded as the retardist. Also, hi, everyone. I'm amazed that they didn't try and get rid of the police box because, oh, my God. A cab. Fandom Menace Hater with a two pounces as why do you hate Barry Island? Why? Tell me what is this about? I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. Well, that's, you know, it's fucking Welsh, isn't it? The legend of the traveling TARDIS with a five uh, dollars says all of this talk of Doctor Who. And now regretting our shows is taking a break because I'm sitting here responding to your show like I'm on it. Uh, Cody Bishop Garmin. I am so sorry if I butchered that. With a $1 super. Thank you. Shadow Chaser with a $5 says, fuck off, stupid widget. My audio is fine. Stupid widget. Now you're going to make me look into the settings, the audio settings. It's fine. It's there. But it's fine. It's a fuck off. Um, I don't know if you could hear that music, but there was music playing because I was doing a test. Shadow Chaser with a $5 says, Happy 2023 to the real BBC. He's hoping... For decent entertainment this new year, at least Gary will get an annular solar eclipse on October the 14th. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Sith Cake with a $10 says, ah, I've lost my spot. Sith Cake with a $10 says, unless the bard in Dungeons and Dragons doesn't try to have sex with everything, living and breathing, including dragons and mimics, it will not be law accurate. There was no music. Oh, you didn't hear the music. Oh. I was, there was like Christmas music going, we're testing your speakers and whatever. Good. Uh, Theo Holstrag with a $50. No message, nothing. Just $50 in the pocket. Thank you. Ron, uh, Rolando a Ramirez with a $5 says, didn't Liam get divorced by Miley Cyrus? Were they, were they married? I don't know if they were married. Were they married? I don't know. I saw this. I saw this footage of them on the red carpet and he was, she was like pissing about and he was just like under his breath. He was just like, can you just fucking behave for once? Didn't seem like a great, a great relationship. Um, Sophie within 11 pens says, hi, back from not watching streams promised in desperation. If Argentina won, I wouldn't same day. Gary had the tower stream. How dare you, but didn't watch. We'll watch later. Hail. 
Hey, you watch whenever you want to watch. Jeremy Wormy with the five dollars says, "As supposedly you should be into the cerebral palsy mage. She has a secret under her dress. Really? Is that true, or is that just you being an asshole? Because it's you, Jeremy Wormy. So it could be either. I haven't seen anything that says she's they're trans. I oh, also I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. The show is fucking trash." Uh, Bushin Rayo Cat with a $5 says, Can Nina attest to this? If our women heroes in Witcher Body Odor had an episode dealing with that time of the month, would that earn them their cred? Oh my god. I don't I don't want to I don't want a fantasy series where women talk about the fucking periods. Sir Clive Calculator has become a new member at the Stormtrooper level. Thank you, Sir Clive. HTK Bass Player with a $5 says, As trying to get into Warhammer, got a recommendation for a good army to start and learn. I'm fond, fond of the lore, but never played. Look, if, you, if you're into um, the Emperor, like if you want to be a, a good fascist, you can't really go wrong at Smurfs, Ultramarines. If you're looking to get into Chaos, Chaos has got so many or Xeno scum. You know, I would, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a Death Guard man myself, so I've got to go with my boys. My boys, Death Guard. The Ultramarines and Death Guard. Uh, Bearded has become a Stormtrooper for two months. Thank you, Nina Infinity has been a Stormtrooper for 15 months. Thank you, Nina. Ghost in the Craig has been a Stormtrooper for 16 months. Josh Knight has been a Force Sensitive for two months. Love you, dude. Firm handshakes. Firm handshakes to another member of the Champions Club. Uh, Bearded has upgraded their membership to Jedi Master. Thank you, sir. I, as is Wonky Eyebrow with a two pound says, you can't leave yet. <laughs> Fucking, I will in a minute. Uh, Sandy Q, Sandy with a $10 says, go get that sandwich. Ah. Oh. Women, money, sandwiches. Oh my God. I mean, you tell me a better trifecta than that. Release the McCracken has been a Stormtrooper for 18 months. Thank you. The Fixer with a one-pound fitty. What dog? Uh, Silent Bob 78 with a $5 says, Hey, Az, have you seen the Imperial Fist versus Iron Warriors short from the Great Lords? I have not. But I probably will soon now. And Rick1662 has been a Stormtrooper for three months. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We did it in under four hours. Just, but I'm chuffed with that. Hey, I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who came to watch today. Next week, we're back on this channel again. And uh, we'll be going through the end of time parts one and two. So we can take our time with it. And most likely... Uh, digress of other things which have popped up over that time. 
Major thank you to my mods. Major thank you to everyone who hit the super chat button and supported the channel and the membership button and supported the channel. Thank you so much for a hefty amount of gifted memberships today. Bashy washy, you're a oh, you're a naughty, wonderful Mid Eastern, Middle Eastern prince of my dreams. I'll be back tomorrow with the fourth and final part of the Witcher body odor. And hopefully, I can't see why not. A uh, a nice long Witcher stream. Until then, take care. Have a lovely rest of your day. Bye for now.